Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. The hideout. We're going in. Into the hideout. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout and be heard. What, what What's new? What, what are you doing? Oh, what's new? Hey, Hefe, how you doing? Welcome into the hideout, Real Radio 104.1, Hefe and Tubbs. Is it Wednesday? It is Wednesday. Sweet. I know, this week's kind of flying by. It absolutely has. Welcome into a Wednesday in the hideout, and we are here to be your friends. Friends have to communicate. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, or star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. I've come to discover over the years doing this radio program, J-Dubs, that there are uh, different kinds of people. People like to sit back and listen. Kind of uh, the voyeuristic quality that happens here in the hideout. They just That's want, me. They want to peek in. I just like to sit back and listen and let everybody else do the talking around me. Some people prefer to become characters and part of the show and That's call chunks. in. Others would rather use the AOL Instant Messenger. Tommy. Real Radio Hideout. Real Radio Hideout using your AOL Instant Messenger. So there's a lot to get done on this gorgeous Wednesday here in Central Florida. Um, Dubs, a lot of guests lined up for tonight, too. we got an action-packed show. we got a, a very fun stunt that we're going to do. In fact, let's start off with the Hideout 7, the seven questions we want to get answered before 11 o'clock this evening. What is the gay rodeo, and who will win tonight, Chunks or intern number one? We're doing a gay rodeo tonight? Yes. You are in luck, nice. my friend. Raw hide. Uh, uh. Um, Raw dog. Coming up. Um, Sounds painful. At some point. Is it, Tommy, what is it? Is that going to happen um, 9, 9.30? Should be about 9. Okay, 9 o'clock. Uh, the people from GayRodeo.com. We'll be coming into the hideout. And we'll have our own gay rodeo in studio. If you'd like to come participate... <laughs> call Chunk- Chunks on his cell phone. <laughs> Chunks is available for a ride. <laughs> Actually, he lost his cell phone charge, so it's dead. Oh. oh, that's a shame. Well, then I guess we give out the number. It doesn't matter, does it? Please don't. <laughs> um, another question to get answered this evening. Who's calling for the immediate shutdown of the Internet? And why? And we would like to retort as well. So we'll go over that. Um, have we learned nothing from the movies? They're creating cyborgs, J-Dubs. Are they really? I thought maybe, you know, the Cobra Kai was coming back and no one was stopping them. And we will go through and uh, talk about that. What does a Playboy Playmate sound like? Was We will be uh, interviewing, t- chatting with... Huh? <laughs> That's what one sounds like. Well, we'll find out coming up in a few minutes. As Orlando's own uh, Playboy Playmate will be hopping into the hideout. Um, What's the fall TV lineup going to look like since the Brits are now allowed to make television shows about sex with animals? Believe it or not, we have that. We have the new fall lineup? 
Yes. Nice. An exclusive for you here in the hideout. What is Shafee.net? We'll hear A all bad website. <laughs> we'll hear all about that. You know what we ought to do? We ought to get the we ought to put up a poll. Um, on realradio.fm under the hideout page. we got to get started doing stuff yeah. on that. And then we got to just do click favorite. Shafee.net, jimmyd.fm, and see who wins. I think that'd Like be a- vote on which one's the better site? Or worse. <laughs> which one was updated last? <laughs> which one has the queerer pictures? <laughs> Shafee. <laughs> it's close. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll uh, we'll go through that. But, Dubs, let's start off on somewhat of a serious note. Do you trust the press? Yes, I do. Why? How? I can't believe that. Well, uh, why are you asking? Then I'll tell you why I I trust them. J-Dubs, of course, some people have heard about this whole Newsweek debacle. Yes. uh, Where they quoted an anonymous source saying that at Guantanamo, uh, Guantanamo Bay... During the interrogation of the terror suspects, the Koran is be, was being defaced and flushed down toilets. Now, news now, how is that supposed to make you talk? I don't care if I'm the biggest Christian in the world. If if you want me to talk about something by grabbing my favorite book and ripping it up and throwing it down the toilet, that's not going to make me say anything more. Um. Well, then you're not the biggest Christian in the world. Because remember the hubbub? We'd go see right, Mar- not. we'd go see Marilyn Manson, and he'd rip up a Bible yeah. uh, uh, on every tour, and people just went nuts at the fact that he was ripping out pages of a Bible. Remember even too, when we did that thing with Ron and Fez up at um, uh, one of their gigs up in D.C. and a- yeah, one of the listeners ripped out a page of the Bible and wanted them to sign it, and they didn't want to. Yeah, and I wanted to, but they wouldn't let me. Because they figured that they'd get in trouble. It's apparently a big deal when you deface a religious book. Apparently, it is. Hmm. So anyway, there was this whole this thing. I better came, stop drawing in my green eggs and ham then. This whole thing came out in Seuss I Trust about the the Quran being defaced, and Newsweek went out and they put out this article, and then it fueled all these like riots and stuff. Yes, in the Middle East. You know, people uh, over there pissed off about the fact that we were defacing their, you know, their book, you know, Mm -hmm. the Muslim book. And I now, and I I even said, uh, then Newsweek decides they're going to retract it. I forget how it comes up, but apparently um, they were told it was wrong and it didn't really happen. And there was, I guess, Pentagon pressure. And so Newsweek decides to retract the story and... All of this begins coming out, and they're sorry. And all you heard over the weekend on all of the Sunday talk shows was about how, you know, Newsweek and these anonymous sources, and can they be trusted? Can we not trust them? This, that, and the other. Let me tell you why I do trust the press, because they did put that out there. They did tell the truth. It's not their fault that they had this enormous pressure by the government and uh, almost being had their arm twisted into, uh, you know, retracting it. Now, when they were forced to retract a story Newsweek, yes. I said, and I don't, think, I don't know if we talked about it on the air, but everyone I talked to about this, I said, this is BS. This actually happened. I was saying the same thing. I said, I guarantee you this actually happened down there, but Newsweek is being pressured either by the government or Newsweek is being pressured 
um, by some group who in turn is trying to attack their advertisers, and that is why they're retracting the story, not because it's not true. I said it, I, I don't even know if we talked about it on the air or not, and I wish we had, because I honestly believed this in my heart of hearts. And even at the time, too, a couple people were like, Hefe, you're such a conspiracy theorist. Will you stop it already? Will you just finally believe in what your, gov- what your government says? It went so far as the White House spokesperson, Scott McClellan, or whatever his name is, was telling Newsweek, hey, you should write more positive stories. Didn't even President Bush comment on this uh, Newsweek story and say uh, it was a shame that a lie like this got put into a paper? Exactly. I mean, the the fact that it wasn't a lie now, and the FBI is saying, hey, some of this has actually happened, is ridiculous that uh, that the government was scolding someone for doing something that uh, they're supposed to do, like report the news. And this is uh, this is out. Um, apparently, as early as in April of 2002, terror suspects at Guantanamo Bay told U.S. interrogators that the Koran was being flushed down toilets, that it was being mistreated. And I just, and this this is a, something that was, you know, it's coming out now, and, and you'll probably hear a lot more about it, but I just knew it, Dubs. I knew, and I don't know if we'll ever find out if what kind of pressure what was, put, was yeah. put on Newsweek. I doubt you'll ever find out that. But I know there was something going on there. What do you think? I'm I'm really surprised that it came out that it was uh, there was pressure put on them and that the story actually happened. No. I'm very surprised that uh, that the government didn't put the kibosh on that because it is the FBI saying, "Hey, this stuff actually happened." This and this is what I and this is what I ask you, listening right now to this usually silly radio program, and it will get silly a little bit later on. But I have to ask you: Do you trust the press? If this story is true and Newsweek writes the story, then retracts it for whatever reason, but it still turns out that it's true, Dubs, what do we believe anymore? I still trust it because but I trust what first comes out, and I trust, you know, like when I read that, I know if it's believable or not, and that was definitely believable, and you knew something fishy was going on when they had to retract it. And I just, I just wonder if people... When they watch television, when they read their newspapers, when they read their magazines, do you take it for what it's worth? I mean, do you really believe... I think you have to take it for what it's worth in anything you read. I mean, you read any uh, paper, it's going to be left-leaning or right-leaning. you got to take it for what it is. It's not always 100% true, and it's not always a um, big made-up lie. 407-916-1041, star-1041. On your singular wireless phones. Because I'll tell you where I'm at right now. It's tough for me to believe anything that I read uh, in a newspaper, that I see on a quote-unquote reputable news website. That I, you know, that I like s- newsfilter.org. Reputable. Reputable. <laughs> like the Drudge Report. <laughs> like tubgirl.com. Over 18, please. Mark, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Yeah, this is Dean. I'm basically from New York in Florida right now. And here in this station, it's kind of getting me nice because it's the first time I've listened to a station like this. All right, what's going on, buddy? Well, basically, it's about the Koran thing. Um, I don't know if I still have a 50 cents to throw in there. But, you know, basically, it's it's what you believe in. For it to affect you, it's it's, it's your belief in something. 
And these guys who they're destroying the Koran in front of believe in the Koran 100%. Right. So someone who is outside who doesn't really know what's happening to that, you know, if the Koran doesn't affect Mr. X, believe you me, it affects Mr. Y because Mr. Y cherishes the Koran. And their reason for destroying it, I believe it 100%. Right. 100%. I, you know, it's not like I follow everything that I, I read in the media, but I pick and choose what to believe and what not to believe. And that makes me wonder if freedom, freedom of the press is still anywhere within the United States of America. Yeah, I mean, I hear you. And, I, and you know, when you bring up a great point, thank you, Mark, for the phone call, man, where it means that much to them. And so I guess that's why they, if they're alleging that this happened. And apparently from what people have I believe done, it did. From what people are telling the FBI... I mean, apparently there are tactics you go through to get material out of, you know, suspects. And I, I'm sure the, the people over in Guantanamo thought they weren't doing anything wrong because they weren't really abusing the guy physically. Right. They, right. they were mental, you know, tactics, which, you know, you have to do to get information out of people, but there could be a line. Now, no, here's the other thing for me, too. They just didn't try hard enough. From my, my point of view, is it's not even so much about the the tearing up and the flushing of the Quran. My question comes to you again about the press. Do you trust the press? And yes, I do. I still do, even though that uh, they had to retract it because their arm was being twisted. I don't know how you can. I don't know how you can trust them if they're saying one thing and then they're getting pressure uh, from one point of view. I just don't see how you can trust it. I don't know how you can trust anything. I don't know how anyone can watch a Fox News, or even a CNN anymore and feel like they're getting the real story. You aren't ever getting, like, the real story. Well, then you're, you getting, you're getting a slant, but you got to look at it, find out, hey, all right, this, these are, you know, facts. They can't make this up. They can't, you know, these are stuff that is true and out there, and I'm just going to ignore the spin that they, that's put on it. Well, then you don't completely trust it, not the way that... Not the way you should trust anything, news. Anything written by a person is probably going to have some kind of spin or slant on it. Anything. The only true story you get is on the real world. What true story. True story. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. 407-916-1041. 888-978-1041. 1041 on your singular wireless phones. Apparently, it doesn't bug a whole lot of people. They don't really care. Some people are like, what's the news? What is this thing you talk of? Take a break. We'll come back. It's the hideout. It's your America. Guess you're sleeping at the wheel. Uh, Real Radio 104.1. It's the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. Half and dubs on a Wednesday night. What are we, an Irish pub or something? Uh, <laughs> Playboy Playmate coming up. The gay rodeo as well. So... A little something for everybody this evening uh, in the hideout. 407 star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. Just talking about how uh, my distrust, apparently, of the media. And I just don't believe a single thing, usually, that's out there. I still believe them. I mean, I still believe what they put out there. You just got to take it for what it is. I mean, if you were sitting there writing the news, you would have your own little slant on it. You would have, you know... it. No matter what you're doing, everybody everybody who writes something has an agenda, an opinion, and they're a person. So 
That that's what you have to deal with whenever you are reading something someone else wrote. And at the same time, too, uh, honest, uh, ironically enough, that's why I don't really believe in the Bible because it was written by a man, regardless of what other people say. But it's all about this Newsweek thing, and it's actually coming out about the Koran. It, it probably was, it looks like, uh, defaced in some way. But again, my point is, do you trust the media right now? I mean, you listen to the, my point is, you listen to this radio program, you know you're getting a slant. Yeah. But there are, there are other outlets where it's supposed to be just hard news, and it isn't. And most people just don't see that, and they don't realize it for some reason. Carl, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Hey guys, uh, how's it going? What's up? Buddy? What's up? Hey, uh, well, my slant on it now is, uh, I feel like the government, especially, uh, starting at the end of the Clinton administration with, uh, the coming of the internet and the 24-hour news channels, I think the government saw how more and more they can influence the media and how powerful the media was in, you know, slanting people to see it, you know, to their opinion. And especially with this new administration going on, I think they just, you know, they use outlets like Fox News, like the New York Post, like, you know, they use those outlets to get their message across to try to get people to see things from their slant. I think it's almost the exact opposite, where there's all these different ways of you getting the news, so they are almost panicking now because they cannot control what you're hearing. Well, they, he, there's so many things going on in the Internet where they, uh, you know, there's so many news sources, there's so many 24-hour news sources where they can't keep an eye on everything anymore. I actually, I kind of see what Carl was saying, though, in that the administration putting out propaganda pieces about right. certain things that they yeah. want getting passed, and television right. stations just picking it up like it was your average thing from the Associated Press, exactly. and, th and then, like, uh, the, the administration paying Armstrong Williams to go out, who's supposed to be a, you know, a commentator, and getting him to go out and talk about and push their agendas. Yeah. Uh, I, I hear you, Carl. Thank you. 407-916-1041. Triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one star one zero four one on your singular wireless phones. Uh, John, you're in the hideout on Rural Radio. Hey, how are you guys tonight? Hey, we're good, man. Just trying to figure this whole thing out. I don't know. I I think you hear where I stand. What about you? Well, you know, I kind of agree with Dubs a little bit. You know, you you got to take an article for what it is, and like and like you, again, everybody says it's only written by a, a person, and they're going to put their views in that article. Yeah, they're going to put facts. And they're going to put, uh, you know, truth, but there's also going to be a spin on it. So you have to accept that. And you shouldn't just take one article on a, on a subject and take that as gospel. You need to read multiple object, uh, articles on the same subject so you get a full view of all the facts. Because that's the only way you truly know. And you know what, John? That is an amazing point. Brother. That's a point I made earlier. Now, John uh, was able to summarize it uh, beautifully. I would like for John to be my co-host. But it's true, though. you got to... And that's the other thing. Nobody, people rarely read the newspaper anymore. That's number one. Do you read the paper every day, Dubs? No, I'll go on to, like, the newspaper website, though. I, I mean, I, I read it on Sundays. But on, like, when you see, so, like, you've read a story. Yeah. Let's say you read a story. Do you read that same story written up by another website or another author? Or do you figure, ah, I've already read that story. I need to read something else. It really depends on if I if I read it and I see Wait, this this looks like BS. I'll I'll look for more stories of the same subject. Yeah, back home I used to read the uh, Washington Post and the Washington Times. It's amazing how different 
the view is once you read I mean, it affects it so much. It's like two totally different stories. Yeah, and that's what's always fun, too, because here we have the Sentinel, but when we were in D.C., you had the Post, which people say leans left, and the Times, which is completely they are proud of the fact that they lean right. Yes. And the headlines are always just so amazingly different. I mean, they're the same story, but different. Yeah, one pro, one negative, and it's like, it's not even news anymore. I miss the old days where you could just go... And just get some straight news, and and you just didn't have to worry about it anymore. But I think you're right with the 24-hour news services now, and people trying to find their niche, and you know Republicans feel more comfortable getting their news from Fox News apparently, and Democrats more comfortable getting it from CNN I suppose. But I just missed the day of where I could turn on the radio, or turn on a television station and get news, and not have to try to try to decipher through the BS. I mean, there's only one real way. Of getting the news straightforward. Savage Nation. Unbiased. You know what I like to do to the media? Hmm. I'd like to be Burt Reynolds. I'd like to just slap him. I'd like to say, hey, you, come here. Did you see the video of that today? Yeah, I did. Burt Reynolds slapping a, I believe it was a CBS. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know he drove a bus now, a school bus. What? Oh, that's a different video. That's uh, all right. Yeah. Yeah, that was. Uh... I knew things were bad for him. I didn't know they were that bad. Though. Mm. Um, apparently, Burt Reynolds was at the opening for the Longest Yard, which I finally saw a commercial for today, and it looks pretty good. Have you seen the original? Um, I've seen bits and pieces, but I haven't seen the whole. Get over thing. here. All right, so that's that's what ends up happening. This, I guess, we have. Do we have the the video clip? Yeah, it's kind of hard to hear, but it, it's at the very end. You hear this little. All right, let's see if we can play it, see if we can just hear what's going on. Tell us a little about the movie that you're really in it. Well, you don't know anything about the movie? Yes, I do, sir. Well, then, what are you asking me for? I want to get your point of view on it. You see the original? I have it. Now, what happened was uh, a, uh, a reporter I was out there said, hey, can you tell me a few things about the movie? And he said, well, you don't know anything about the movie? He's like, uh, yeah, I just wanted to get your point of view on it. Have you seen the, uh, Burt Reynolds says, have you seen the original? Reporter says, no, I haven't. So Burt Reynolds goes and slaps the guy. Just bitch slaps him. And what's funny is that this is probably a college kid or a guy, just a kid out of college. Yeah. He's so excited because, and I wish you had the different version because there's another version on there, a longer form version where it, Burt Reynolds continues afterwards making fun of the kid's um, clothes that he's wearing, yeah. uh, just really giving him a hard time about what he looks like. And all he wants is a sound uh, a sound piece for the local news, you know? Well, well, he got one. Probably for all of CNN. And here's the other thing, too. This kid is now going to be forever remembered as the guy who got bitch slapped hey, by Burt Reynolds. Hey, we're going to send you out to uh, the new movie. Oh, wait. Burt Reynolds is going to be there. You don't want to get slapped again, do you? You probably don't like the yeah. guy. But why don't I, you go uh, report on the botanical gardens? We don't need you it's picking safe there. We don't need you picking fights. But how uh, how insane is Burt Reynolds then? If he's sitting here, and, he's always been a little nutty. But there was no reason to to hit the kid. I would have laughed. I would have thought it was funny. I've been like, dude, I just got slapped by Burt Reynolds today. You would you not have attacked him? No, no, it's Burt Reynolds. Do you see the way he hit him though? He had like this look of anger on his face. Of course he did. He, he, the guy never saw his movie that, you know, that's a remake of the movie he is out there reporting on. Well, it was done before, like, 1980, so it was probably crap anyway. I think it was, what, no, it was pretty good. 
Nah. It's pretty funny. No movie before 1984 was any good. I'm with Bateman on that. I don't watch anything pre And no, uh, and no uh, album before 1984 was any good. Exactly. No Van Halen al- set the standard. Damn no, right. For me, no album before 91. I don't feel sorry for that reporter anyways. He's, in a few months, he's going to be like a couple hundred thousand dollars richer. You think he's going to sue and win? Oh, definitely. Well, he'll sue. I don't know if he'll win, but you know he's going to try to sue. Trunks, i got a new thing for you I want you to start doing. I want you to start go hounding... Um, People in Orlando, like famous people, and I want you to get slapped so that we can win money. Uh, actually, I have no problem with that one. It's not really winning money. Yeah, it is. You win, you win the lottery. You win the lottery if you can get uh, Shaquille O'Neal to hit you or Tiger Woods. At the very least, would you have at least tried to like rip his wig off? I'd have gone for. You know what? I'd have gone for the hair. You know what? I would just give him the same slap back and see if we could have gotten to the slap contest. You know where it's like. Hey. And but one of the one of the news stories was like. Burt Reynolds gets slap happy with a CBS employee. Wow, his, his career's gone that far. He's doing porn now. Slap happy. Violent porn. Gargoyle, you're in the hideout. It was a conspiracy. You, you, all right, now you're now you're making me feel like an ass. Like everything's a conspiracy. Ah. SBK just came back here and slapped me. Good. I missed it. Son of a bitch, I missed it. We need a replay like the Burt Reynolds slap. I want that on tape. I can't believe I messed SBK walking back there and hitting you. I wish you would have closed his hand to do it. How about this? How about we do a slap off? How about you and the intern after you do gay rodeo? You do slap happy. Gay, yeah. Let's just go to slap happy. Let's take a break. We'll come back. All right, Bateman, you're in there. All right. All right. You know what? Bateman versus Chunks, or actually, no, maybe Bateman versus Number One. Yeah. In slap happy. (laughs) Damn, dude. I take a break. We'll come back. I think we're going to talk to the Playboy Playmate next. If not, we'll continue with your phone calls. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. I don't trust the media. From now on, when I meet a member of the media... So you're uh, going with what Burt Browns did. You say, hey, you don't know what you're talking about. I'm going to slap you. I'm going to slap the slant out of you. Is that a thing against Chinese? No. Okay, good. Only you would think that way. It's the Hideout, Real Radio, 104.1. <laughs> Seriously, you, you idiot. What's going on over there? <laughs> what are you doing, you ass? <laughs> yeah. All right, welcome back into the Hideout. What is this? Real Insane? Radio, 104.1. That's Tupac. Changes. Come on, come on. I see no changes. Wake up in the morning and I ask You're really asking for a beating tonight. At some point, you're going to get hurt. And I think it's during the gay rodeo portion. And we were going to take it easy on you. We're now not gonna... we're going to really gay it up. We're taking it up a level. Let's run through some of these phone calls people have been holding patiently, talking about a number of things. There was the, um, do you trust the press or not? Also, should we uh, treat the press like Burt Reynolds and uh, bitch slap him? Joe, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Joe? Hey, Joe. Hey, how you doing? What's, What's up? up, man? Hey, um, yeah, I completely agree with um, the previous caller who said that uh, you need to to validate uh, what you get from various sources. That's what I've been um, saying. I, I don't trust the media at all, and the reason is because exaggeration also comes from uh, not just the political slant, but the importance or the relevance of the story. For example, um, you know, all for the last for nine months is uh. marriage. You know, we're living in a time of terror, 
most people don't give a you know what about gay marriage one way or another. Right. I, you're cutting, All it you're, gets is just drill into our head. All right, you're cutting out on us. We appreciate the phone call. Well, I think I understood what he was saying. Essentially, what he was saying was, for the last nine months, you've been hearing a lot about gay marriage, but you know we're living in a time of terrorism. And then also, too, you're taught in journalism school: if it bleeds, it leads. And that's why you is see... that what the gay stuff's all about? No, okay. stop. But you even see on, uh, like on television, they have a fire. That's a lead story. It's a fire. Why don't you tell me? Give, give me something relevant. Give me a little something that I can actually, you know. That affects me. And you know what I've noticed a lot lately, too? They're taking all these really odd stories from around the country and putting it on your nightly news. You right. know, stuff on your, on your local nightly news is a story about uh, a cat being rescued in Wichita, in Wichita. You know? It's something that has nothing to do with anything in your community at all, which is supposed to be what the local news is for. It's also sensational. You know what I've noticed? I don't know about Orlando here because I still don't have a TV. Um, <laughs> is most places, like back in D.C., you'd have 5 o'clock news, 6 o'clock news, 7 o'clock news, 11, 10 o'clock news. Right. It was just like, how many stories are you going to recycle over and over? And it's always... Well, the reason they do that, first of all, is because that's when the that's where television stations can make the most of their money Boring. because they, they own that entire time. So I'd yeah. rather watch Girlfriends. That's a great show. It's a terrible show, and I'd rather watch it than the 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 o'clock news. But the other thing you should worry about, too, maybe even more so than the government intrusion on uh, what news stories you're getting, corporate intrusion. Because I'll tell you this, man, people don't run specific stories for the fear of losing advertising. And, that, and that's where you lose the freedom of the press when you're not telling a story anymore because you're afraid you may lose an advertiser. Well, that's why I get all my news, not only from the real world on MTV, but the naked news, because they hold nothing back. It's uh, shoot from the hip, straight, hard news. Mm. Darren, you're in the hideout. What's up? Mm. Uh, good evening, gentlemen. Uh, just kind of lighten things up a little bit. You guys made a comment about uh, older music. Just a few albums I want to throw out to you. I don't know if you've ever heard of them. If you get a chance, maybe check them out and ask about them. Uh, number one, Boston's debut album, uh, Aerosmith's Toys in the Attic. Anything, well, actually, there, there's a with Disaster album by Molly Hatchett and Fleetwood Mac Rumors album. Get a chance to check them out. They're uh, worth a listen. All right, thanks, Darren. Appreciate it, brother. All right. What, Dubs? You started laughing when he said Molly Hatchett. Oh, flirting with Disaster, man. Look, here's my thing. I don't like a movie in black and white either. I don't watch a black and white movie. What does that have to do with it? Because we were talking about stuff from before the 80s. Oh, I thought we were still talking about the press. <laughs> yeah, I don't read newspapers because it's in black and white. <laughs> I need pretty colors and nice graphs. That's why I only read the Sunday edition. That's why I like to read Maxim. That's where I get all my news. I enjoyed the uh, article about Stacey Keebler's ass this month. It was informative and compelling on multiple levels. <laughs> Palsy, Palsy, you're in the hideout on Row Radio. What's up? Hey, what's up? How you doing? Good. Okay, now the sun, uh, daily comics in the Sentinel are color. Oh, okay, I'm going to have to read those then. <laughs> okay. Just doubled their circulation, right? Nice. <laughs> All right, now, uh, I heard it from a clear channel station earlier in the day that this was an actual type story, headlines. It didn't go into depth, but I realized the depth of it earlier this week. Shaquille O'Neal became a, uh, a federal marshal. Yeah, I heard that on the Phillips file. Yeah, they were talking about that. And I realized why he would do this. Well, Elvis Presley did this in the 70s. I was really young in the 70s. 
And but I still thought it was hilarious that Elvis wanted to be a federal marshal just so he can carry his guns while he was on tour. Oh, I didn't realize that what was going. That's what was going on. I know that Shaquille O'Neal has always wanted to be a law enforcement officer. Has he really? Because his his dad was one. His dad was either. I think his dad was actually in the army. Can you imagine him in one of those little squad cars? He was even going to school for it in L.A., and I guess he's now officially, like, he's actually going. He graduated. I know he graduated from college. Yeah, but he's doing a whole thing. Like, he, without, he really wants to do this, like, law enforcement when he's done with basketball. Can you imagine being pulled over by Shaquille O'Neal? You'd want him to write you a ticket so you get the autograph. Yeah. I got a uh, 75 and a 50 signed by Shaquille O'Neal. It's on eBay right now. I would, uh, yeah, that would actually be pretty sweet. What would you, what do you, when you retire from radio, J Dubs, what are you going to go into? A casket? I mean, I don't, I don't see myself living that long, so. I don't either, man. Between the uh, diet pills and the smoking and the constant sun and the constant red meat, when do you think you'll die? I say I got till like 47. No. Yeah. I may ask you this. Who's going to die first, me or you? You. What? Without a doubt. No way. Without a doubt. How long do you think I'm going to live? 32. Wow. Only have five years then. we got to make the most of it, my friend, you <laughs> and me. If What would you do if you only had five years to live? Like, you didn't have, like, let's say you didn't have any sort of, like, terminal disease You've got five years to live. You just know. For some, you went to a psychic. She tells you you're dying in five years. There's nothing you can do to stop it. You keep working. Yeah, I think I go on living normally, except for you know, if I have a chance to do something, I'm not going to chicken out. Yeah, if you knew you were going to die five years from now, and there was nothing you could do to stop that, then do you go skydiving tomorrow? Oh yeah, yeah. You bang any crusty chick because you know that you know what that might be your downfall in five years. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll talk to a Playboy playmate and we'll ask her. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Are you, are you here now or are you? Because I heard you like with that five grand, you wanted to save it up and move to LA that you won. I mean, or, where are you living right now? Well, I'm still living here, but I. What's am your address? I'm just jerking your chair. Um, <laughs> but are you are you planning to leave Central Florida and head out to LA and try to maximize what you can? I am planning to. Yes. What do you want to do? I want to act. What kind of <laughs> act? What kind of acting? Well, I, ultimately, I'd like to do films, but I I mean, I would I would be up for anything: TV shows, soap operas. Do, do you have an acting background? Or are you going to go out there and like uh, take acting lessons, or will Playboy will Playboy well, hook actually, you up? Actually, I w- well, I worked at Disney, so you know I did the shows and the parades, but I I take acting classes right now. What kind of characters did you play there? I did Cinderella, Snow White, Alice nice. in Wonderland, Little Mermaid. I in fact, I've heard the Phillips spot talking about. Did you catch any? Did you catch a lot of hell for um, going from Disney to do this? I mean, did anybody make a big deal of it or anything? No, no one made a big deal about it. Um, I'm talk- Not that I know of, anyway. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah, as long as you aren't, I guess, taking the pictures with mouse ears on, they're going to say anything. Yeah, they're not exactly right. going to give you a tough time. <laughs> so I, I, are you in school right now, too, or what? No, I'm actually just um, modeling right now and taking acting classes. I do. You, now, let me ask you this, because m- most people want to know. Do you worry, like, there's some sort of ceiling? Like, okay, I'm only going to be hot for so long. 
So I need to take advantage of this. I mean, it's just kind of the rules of society where you got to take advantage of this as much as you can to build up that nest egg to live to live on from now on. Or I mean, are you looking at it that way where you got to you got to hurry up and cash in right now, or you just you're fine with whatever comes and goes? No, I mean, I'm, I guess I'm definitely taking advantage of it, but no, I don't. I don't think it'll be the end of what I'm going to do. I'm just going to keep working and trying to do what I want to do. And taking acting classes. What uh, you know, uh, when was your last acting class? Actually, um, I'm in acting class right now. How are you? What uh, what are you guys working on? What are you studying today? Are you studying blocking and movement, or is it like voice, or what? No, we're we're just we've been going over a couple different scripts. Oh, very hey, nice. Read us a little bit of it. No, she's sure she doesn't have it there. And <laughs> yeah, I don't you want, do. I don't want to take it up for uh, take up too much of her time. Well, thank you. Uh, you went to go see Velvet Revolver last night. Are you hanging out a lot with uh, rock stars and stuff now that you're a, a playmate? I uh, well, I did get to meet a few bands when I went to a concert recently. Did you? Oh, you were at their birthday, birthday, right? Yes. All right. So you met like what? Three Doors Down and Breaking Benjamin and all those cats. Yeah, and Alter Bridge. Were they hitting on you? No, most of them are married or have girlfriends. So? Yeah, like, please, they're rock stars. They don't care. You're a playmate. That's the that's what you're supposed to happen. You're supposed to cheat on your wife with a playmate if you're a rock star. Um, well, thank you, Kara. Uh, Monica, uh, thank you so much for joining us in the hideout. Playboy Playmate Orlando for uh, June. Thank you, sweetie. I really didn't mean to laugh one. She said, I'm going to try to be an actor. That's why, uh, luckily, my mic was off, too, because I started <laughs> laughing, too. It was just my immediate response to that. I did a silent laugh. I also did that hand motion. Because uh, <laughs> yeah. every chick... I knew it was coming before... Well, I knew what she was going to say before she said it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I know it's so funny because I don't know how old she is. Maybe 22, 23, maybe even younger. And they never think it's going to end. It's like... Because right now, I mean, she's in Playboy. She's top of the world right now. You top know, of the food chain. Top of the food chain. But when you get old, like 26, it's almost over. Yeah, it's going to all fall apart. You, I mean, that's why I was asking. I don't think she thought about it. But you got to, like, you got to seriously begin to plan what you're going to do in the future. So good for her for taking the acting classes. She'll be like all the other Playboy playmates that have gone into acting. You know, they'll have lots of Oscars and Emmys and stuff, and they'll just be able to, you know, pick then whatever. They'll, then they'll end up with an extra on Passions. <laughs> but that's not true. Because what? what's her name? There have been a lot of playmates who have done stuff for themselves. Like? Jenny McCarthy. <laughs> yeah, single that was the top of her uh, game. Yeah. What's Car- she doing now? Carmen Electra? She's doing that uh, one show that uh, it just started like yesterday, I believe. Uh, Is she going to do another show with George Hamilton about tanning and she's dead oh, or he's dead it. or something? I would love it. All right, which interview was more awkward, this one or the Chubby Checker one? Hmm. I would like to hear her interview Chubby Checker. That's my dream. Could happen. Absolutely. How many half sentences would be there? <laughs> How many awkward pauses? We should do a bit called Awkward Pause. <laughs> How about from now, whenever we do it, we just do another interview? And it's not going that well? We just leave a big awkward pause in there? No, going into the interview. Okay. We'll see, we'll see how many awkward pauses each one of us can rack up. Yeah. I think that would be, be kind of fun. Or actually, we should play a game, How Long Can the Awkward Pause Last? And see who can get the longest awkward pause before on. they say something. <laughs> Listen, like we ask questions, just stupid questions. 
and let's see like who can garner the longest awkward pause before they say it's like you ask a question and the awkward pause is like three seconds we're sitting here with a stopwatch trying to time it i like that idea I can be write that down bateman i'm already cringing awkward pause <laughs> game well basically that's been the last two interviews we may as well do it on purpose hmm. oh wait we did all right let's take a break we'll come back i don't think we do it with the gay rodeo though i'm truly uh Excited to see yeah. what happens there. The guy actually sounds fairly excited in, about it. He's he seems like he's looking forward to it, but I I, I don't know if he's gonna be. You, he's you, upbeat, so that's a change. Most people are like, yeah, okay, I'll do the interview, uh, whatever. Yeah, he's happy. Hmm. Of course, he's very he gay. All right, Dubs, you need to calm down. What? <laughs> I see him moving his feet over there like I can't wait. No, well, no. <laughs> Dubs is doing this thing that no one here can get, but it's throwing me off. Why is it throwing you off? You it's may have, throwing chunks off. You may have to move into another studio. Why? We have this function here uh, in the studio where you can talk to the people on the other side of the glass. So Dubs continues to turn off his mic and call chunks a mo in his ear. <laughs> So I don't know if you've heard Chunks do weather or do any reads during the 7 o'clock hour, and he does what are his awkward pauses, but that's what's going so, on. So what's been happening is I'll uh, turn off my mic, and then I'll... And he's just doing, yeah. he's just doing that into Chunks' ear. It's a blast. Can you pay attention to the show? I am. You're about to move back into that studio. You can't make me. Because you can't behave in you here. You can't make me. You can't be. I'm here to stay. You're here at the big boy table and you're not behaving. You're gonna, I know. You're about. I'm, to, I'm being good. You're about to have to go back into the other uh, studio. Yeah, maybe. Go sit at the little play school table. Hey. <clears throat> Let's take a break and we'll come back. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1, Hefe and Dubs. 407-916-1041, or Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Ben says, new name, Dead Air Chunks. How about just dead? Walked away from the board, and <laughs> nothing not, was going on. Did you hear that nothing was going on for a good 20, 30 seconds, so much so that I had to turn my mic back on and yell at you to... T- to do something? No, man. I heard noise. I heard a fire. I had to go do something real quickly. What did you have to go do? I had to see what's going on. With Smoke. I, no, I didn't even go out there. What did you have to see what was going on? I'd seen what was going on with the guests, and I had to talk to Tommy about the... What guests? Admi- do we have a guest coming up this uh, break? Ministry stuff. Yes, the uh, hideout den mother has stopped by just now. Outstanding. Well, yes. we'll, we'll chat with her in a little bit. All right. What do you think the over are? Who will live longer, me or Chunks? Because we said before, between me and you, Dubs, you think I'm going to die first. Chunks will live longer. I have some odd uh, odd feeling that he is going to grow to be 90. 90 and just, you know, St. Olaf. And you think he's going to have that awful luck the entire time? Like it's never, Chunks will never get over? Yeah. I think uh, no matter what, his grandkids are going to be making fun of him. He is wearing a grandpa shirt today. He's come back with his whole new wardrobe. Complete with black socks. That is just ugly. You spent all that money on new clothes and it's just hideous. It's not ugly. It's not. I think it looks good. I can't get any credit at all. Okay, what is going on? Whose phone's ringing? Everybody, you know what? Everybody turn their mics off and I don't want to hear anything from anybody else. (laughs) Other than me and Dobbs. 
I'm going insane now. <laughs> we try. You know the only thing that's made me feel better? What? I want to get your cat involved with the show. Again? Your cat, Sadie Lou. I got an idea for her. What's that? What I would like to do is something I actually got the idea out of the news. Because I know you love your cat. Mm-hmm. And Sadie Lou, you've had her for how long? About two, three years now? Uh, about Yeah, about two years now. You dress her up in funny little outfits. Like well, a- shirts and uh, costumes for Halloween, yes. Okay. This is what I'd like to do. Uh, now, trust me, because I think like we've made Trunks into a star. I'd like to make your cat into a star. Here's the idea. I got the Sadie Lou stunt. Um, apparently in South Africa, there was a cat that was cooked alive in a microwave oven and then found by the owner. And then they were alerted that they were looking for the people who cooked the cat in the microwave. So, uh, what now, do I do with my cat? There's still no progress to find the people who cooked and microwaved the cat. But I think it would be really great for the show if we brought in your cat, Sadie Lou, and we got this microwave in the green room. And teach her how to use the microwave? No, and we put her in for about 90 seconds. No, I don't like that. Why is every time you want to get my cat involved with the show, it's hurting her? Not necessarily hurting her, just killing her. Because yesterday I proposed throwing her out of a moving car. Which I think she could survive that one. So if I got ten grand, I would do it. To buy her, you know, more clothes and uh, different little toys. Every time I try to come up with something for you and this cat, you always shoot down the idea. Well, if you got something that wouldn't possibly kill her, or break all of her legs, you know? Something a little less painful, maybe, you know, where we just bring her in and pet her. I would enjoy that. How about this? On the Friday night open door policies? Yeah. We bring in Sadie Lou. I like that. She'll sit on my lap, though. And she'll sit in here in the studio with you mm-hmm. and us. And all our friends who come in can pet her. And give her loving. How about they take her for a walk? No. No one takes her for a walk but me. How about... Because you, you do. You take her for a walk, right? Yeah. She's not as receptive of it anymore. As she used to be, we used to we have this like little uh, harness for, her and uh, as well as a leash, and she used to go on walks and everything. She hasn't really gotten comfortable in the area yet, where she is ready to walk around outside. But yeah, we uh, we walk her cat. All right, I wanna I wanna get involved with you and your cat. You like give her kisses. How about this? How about you let me take her for a walk? No, I'll uh, I'll accompany you on a walk with her. Okay, but no leash. It has to have a leash. How about this? I got a better idea. Okay. You uh, you got like three swimming pools where you live, right? Yep. How about I take her for a swim? You know, I've tried. I've tried taking her to the pool. Actually, uh, we found some uh, cat two pieces that we're going to buy for, and uh, I, I want to take her in the pool. I got a better idea. How about you let me use her as a floaty? No. You can put her on your floaty with you. And you guys can float around the pool. And while well, each of you guys pet each other's hurt, uh, furry underbelly, I like that. I, have you ever noticed whenever you're sitting in a hot tub, it's really uncomfortable where you sit there? Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times you have those jets blowing into your back? Mm-hmm. How about you let me do this? How about you let me use her little paws to stop up those jets? If her head's not under it, you can use your tail. I, why are you? I'm bargaining. I'm trying to work with you here, not not against you. I'm trying to get my cat involved with you. I got another problem. And What's may- that? Maybe your cat, Sadie Luke, can help me out, J-Dubs. Mm-hmm. My car, my brake 
isn't so good, my parking brake? Yeah. What if you let me use her the way airlines use those little yellow things and put her underneath the tire to make sure it doesn't roll back? I would say yes, but I think there is a better uh, better person suited for that. I think uh, Chunks and his big Flintstone feet would be perfect for you to use his brakes. You should have Chunks in your car at all times and tell him just when like a red light comes out, hey, feet, and he just stomps on the floor. His feet are still torn up the other day from the ass-munching marathon. I didn't notice because they're, they're, he has the weirdest, odd, prehistoric feet. You know, they're so big, hairy, and just calloused. <laughs> are those feet keeping you from getting laid? I, I honestly think the face is really what's hindering me. Do you realize, though, by not wearing shoes and women seeing the feet, that's not going to help you? Because, if anything, there are a lot of women who say... First of all, dudes shouldn't be wearing sandals, but if they're gonna, you can tell how much, like, is hygienic the word? Uh, how much of a hygiene person the guy is by the way he keeps his feet. Really? And you keep your yeah. feet like, um... I think all of us are in trouble then. Like dirty rocks. <laughs> Let's be honest. Is there any real chance of me ever getting laid ever again? <laughs> What's the point? All right, number two, look, examine Chunks' feet for a second. Yeah, take a look at him. What do you notice about Chunks' feet other than the pus? Um, are they they're they're scabby? He has long he, toenails, he, yellow toenails. Yeah, he doesn't have the prettiest toenails. Well, what's wrong with them? He's got, a sore on that toe. <laughs> He's got sores. <laughs> yeah, he should have worn shoes the other night. How about this, Tubbs? Mm-hmm. I did to get your cat involved. Okay. Your cat gives uh, Chunks a pedicure. I like that. She licks his feet. Now, what I was thinking was we put, uh, you know, like a catnip on his feet, and she just goes nuts on him and starts scratching him. How about she uses his legs as one of those scratch toys? She, uh, I think she'd be into that, actually. She'll get me every once in a while, like a scratching post. How about you like that, Chunks? Of course not. Why would I like that? You know, I, this is what I think would be an awful way to die. Let's say it's like Clockwork Orange. Okay. And they're peeling back your eyes. You know, like remember they mm. peel back the eyes so he has to watch that that movie screen. And then you got a cat eating at your eyes. Anything, anything with your eyes is rough for me. I don't know if that's like I don't know if you could die from that. But imagine having your eyes peeled back and then a cat just like first it's just licking with its tongue. And it starts eating your eyeball. You know, the eyes are one thing that I really get skeeved out about. All right, how about this? What if your cat did that to you? What if you woke up in the middle of the night and your cat, Sadie Lou, was trying to eat your eyeball? Would you put it in the microwave? No, I'd kiss her. <laughs> I'd say, what are you doing, Lou? <laughs> Luberson. What? Sadie Luberson. I thought it was Sadie Lou Johnson. Yeah, but we call her Lou Luber Luberson. What? You guys are so mo. Luby. Would you let her come up with a uh, screwdriver and stick it in your ear and try to clean out the earwax? No. I know you like the ear stuff, too. Actually, my ears are probably dirty. I haven't cleaned them out in a few days. All right, how about we do this? How about we clean out your ears and uh, chunks us some lollipops I like <laughs> with okay. the Q-tips? Oh, no. No. Do you have any Q-tips here? I'm sure we can find some. Ask the engineers for some Q-tips. Maybe the hideout den mother has some Q-tips. 
Dick the sidekicker in the hideout. What's up? Yes, I see the death of chunks. I'm looking in my crystal balls. I see man, love, and AIDS. <sighs> man, love. You're going to die from man, love. Not a bad way to go, chunks. That's why I think you should have a Q-tip sucker before you die. Because <sighs> that's the way I slated for you at 9 o'clock. On top of the gay rodeo. You're going to be doing the gay rodeo with uh, with the earwax sucker in your mouth. <laughs> Come on. That's nasty. I've seen your earwax, dude. That's just not right. You got yeah, to get for some reason, looked at. For some reason, my earwax is not orange. It's red. Oh. It's like some blood in it or something. Stop. Seriously, enough. Is it real itchy? Yeah. Come on. You have some... Your orifices are really disturbing. Yeah, I know. My belly button smells, too. Really? Yeah, terrible. Chunks, come in here and yeah. sniff his belly button. I'll, I'll put my finger in my belly button. You smell my finger. No, I want him putting his nose in there. It, it, it gets worse if I... you know, or, or we'll have him put his finger in there. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back and we'll do that. And maybe we should do that with intern number one because he's so good at smelling. Yeah. He's got a great sense of smell. We'll figure it out. We should have Chunks go to the bathroom, then intern number one has to go in and smell Stop. for like an hour. All right. What? Let's take a break and we'll come back. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Other sands of line with dirt from long days in the field. The Chunks is picking our bumper music. God, welcome back in the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. You were this close <laughs> to getting moved off the board. I don't know what you're going to do. I don't know what purpose you were going to serve. But, Chunks, you were so close to getting your talk and roll control uh, privileges revoked. I'm very angry with you right now. <laughs> What'd you say? What'd you do? Hey, Nickelback. Sounds good. You've uh, screwed up so much in the first hour and 20 minutes. I, I like that song. <laughs> I don't care what you like. I really hate you right now. <laughs> I, Dubs even asked me during the break, dude, you look pissed. I am. I'm so frustrated right now with the lack of professionalism on that side of the window. And he's like, you got to get over it. And so I got over it, and we come back with Nickelback, your favorite song. Too bad. I want to beat you senseless. I think maybe it's been too long since I've beaten you. I wish the dominatrix would come around so I could beat you with that whip again. Maybe if I gave you a chair shot, I would feel better. But I hate you right now. If you were to get an, a limb... Cut off in a horrific accident, I would laugh. <laughs> Not only would I laugh, I would get your blood and finger paint on the walls, chunks as a mo. I won't play Nickelback. Did I ask you to talk? No, I'm sorry. <laughs> then after that, I would let you bleed out and have alligators come up and feed off of your carcass. Hold on, slow down. i got to write all this stuff down for my future endeavors. 
It is. At this that, is all over Nickelback. It is at that point. <laughs> That's a hatred for Nickelback, my friend. No, it's a hatred for Chunks. Oh, okay. It is at that point that I would feel better. Well, they both have really odd curly hair. You got the Nickelback man perm. <laughs> it is at that point that you could make good to me. Not until you are dead, bleeding out, <laughs> will I forgive you. Do you understand me? Uh, yeah. Did I ask you to talk? I'm not. Yes. You just shake your head. Ah. Okay? Remember how I hated number one last night? Mm. He's my favorite. Was that only last night? Yes. Wow. Life has slowed down because Chunks is back in our lives. I thought this week was going quick. Turns until out. I found out the number one thing was last night. Turns out that was only last night. <sighs> I feel better now. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one star one zero four one on your singular wireless phones. Maybe we should just start doing a, a new show. Move to Britain. Do a new show. You think somehow chunks would follow us there? I I bet you would. Now they're allowing some uh, new shows in Britain. Uh, one thing came up uh, they they were going to allow shows to ha- that have to do with sex with animals. What? That's what uh, some, uh, I guess they're called uh, off? either Ofcom or Ofcom. Ofcom. And that's like their FCC over there, uh, the the rulemaking board. And they say they're going to allow talk shows about sex with animals as long as it's on at the right time and has a suitable warning. Okay, so so here we continue to get speech limited constantly. But there, they're going to be able to have talk shows about sex with animals. You know what I don't understand is that it comes up because there's an outcry for it. Is there something where, hey, I think uh, a lot of people will like uh, these kinds of shows. Why don't we throw it up to Ofcom and see if uh, we can get this done? And who's pitching this? Exactly. Is Mark Burnett trying to find (laughs) the next new big reality show and he's going to test it over there first? Dog Raper. New on the BBC, catnap. And what is that? Catnap. It's all about spooning cats. What? I, you know what? I, don't even... I spooned a cat a few whippings past. When I was a weed lad. New on the BBC, early bird gets the worm, if you know what I'm talking about. Right, what are you now, Russian? <laughs> what happened to your English I, accent? I have no English accent. New on the BBC, Sleeping Dogs Lie. I'd assume that one's just like catnap except with dogs. New on the BBC, The Chicken Dance. Is that about chicken strippers or something? I never understood... Um, Use your claw on me. I never understood what the chicken dance was. You and never done the chicken dance? And why they always did it at like parties and weddings. Chirp, 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 flap, 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 wiggle, 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 wiggle. Did you grow up with this in Fowlerville? Oh, yeah. I actually never heard of the check-in dance until I got to Michigan. Really? And I was working for a mobile DJ company. <laughs> that was probably the lowest point in my life. I was a mobile... You were opening for a circus clown. Good for you. I was a mobile DJ, and you go around the weddings, and I remember like training at the weddings, and this was the these people's happiest days of their life, and I was just like... This is awful. 
I hate you, your marriage is going to break up. Everybody chicken dance now. <laughs> I just thought, oh, will I ever work in radio again? Luckily, he got hired. Well, you know, if you were in uh, Britain, you could have done a, you know, you could have thrown the whole mobile DJ thing aside and done a show about sex with animals. Maybe you would have said, new on the BBC, three little pigs. Which one do I pick today? Stop. I can't even believe that. I can't even believe that they're allowing. I got something like brick for you, piggy. What? (laughs) Nice and stiff. Okay. And like, I think you're right. I can't believe there's an outcry over this. Yeah, it had to. Someone had to say, "I want this show, and I want it to be made." So I'm going to go see if I can get it passed. And it's allowed, as long as they put the proper warning before it. I mean, what kind of disclaimer? I don't even want to know what kind of disclaimer you're putting. And when do you run something like that? At like 1 o'clock in the morning? No, I say noon. While the kids are in school. New on the BBC. Chew toy. New on the BBC. Getting pigskins. Oh. Oh. Tastes like pork rind. I miss a pork rind. I'd love to have a pork rind. New on the BBC, horsing around. New on the BBC, smoking ham. (laughs) (laughs) What is going on? Oh, my goodness. As long as Chunks doesn't follow us to Britain, then I'm fine. I'm absolutely happy. You know what made me feel better? Stuffing you like a pig. Putting a big apple in your mouth and literally cooking you over a fire. Maybe at that point I would forgive you, Chunks. 407-916-104. Two men and a pig. We call it pig roast. Triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one star one zero four one on your singular wireless phones. New on the BBC, Potbelly Pig, about ugly pigs no one wants to be seen with. That's called 215 in downtown Orlando. Or is that when you get high and be with a pig? (laughs) New on the BBC, horsing around. That was your idea, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. (laughs) Let's take a break. We'll come back. The Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Consider this a sign. So Hideout Row Radio 104.1, half A and dubs, Wednesday evening in Central Florida. Real Radio 104.1, uh, 407 916 star 1041 on our singular wireless phones. And Kathy, the Hideout Den Mother, has stopped by to uh, bring us some fried chicken. And that's just nice and sweet. It's just very nice when the Den Mother can come in. And uh, bring us some uh, some treats and some goodies. I think fried chicken's become our thing. You know? I've said this before, Dubs, and I genuinely mean it. If it were between sex with the chick who I find the hottest in the world, Monica Bellucci, like, I could have sex with her. But if I did, I could never eat another piece of fried chicken, I wouldn't do it. How about sex overall? Like, you can either have fried chicken whenever you snap your fingers... 
or you can have sex at the same rate you're going right now? I'd, what would you pick? I'd rather have fried chicken. I, are you kidding? It would be like I was like one of the uh, Fantastic Four. But instead of snapping my fingers and I have fire, snap it and I have fried chicken. You just have a drumstick in your hand right away. I, I can't decide, too, when you think about fried chicken and what it is you like more. The skin or the meat? The skin, the meat. Do you like a drumstick or a thigh? My favorite part is the skin. The breast? A wing? There's so much that's... The chicken, to me, is the greatest animal on earth. I can't handle it anymore. I'm serious. I love a chicken. Name a better animal than a chicken. I want to... you. No. Bigger and tastes the same. And they say everything tastes like chicken, and it doesn't. Somebody told me. I went somewhere, and I had rabbit one time. Worst thing I've ever eaten, rabbit. No, that does not taste like chicken. Rabbit is awful. I could not stand rabbit. And they kept saying it tastes like chicken. It tastes like chicken. I knew someone else that uh, ate a rabbit once. It was my dog. Really? Yeah. Was that cool to watch? No, I was like, don't eat it. Don't eat it, because she killed it. And I was like, no, don't eat that. I don't want you eating that. I don't know where that thing's been. So you eat the same thing as a dog. Yeah, but I didn't want to. I had to. I was at an uppity like restaurant. I would have said, beat have, it. They didn't have any chicken or beef? No, and you know what? That's always like a, like a struggle when you go to a highfalutin place, one of them highfalutin places that doesn't even have burgers. If it doesn't have a yeah, burger... if it doesn't have a burger on the menu, I'm not there. If it I need the standby burger. If it doesn't have a burger, then to me it's too highbrow. Yeah. Yeah, someone offered me a country club gift certificate today, and I was like, nah, I'll pass. Because what I... It's like you got you can either have the duck today... Or you can have the rabbit. And I'm like, Ugh. why can't it be uh, steak or chicken? I don't even know why there are other options. No, those two meats are all you need in life. I, well, who was I? I was hanging out when I was back in D.C., hanging out with my buddies. One of them's a vegetarian. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you thinking? Why would you be? Vegetarians, to me, are near, um, are near uh, communists. I don't know about communists, but I don't understand it either. You know, I don't understand how you can, how someone can be barbecuing and you give them a veggie dog to throw on. I can't understand that when there's all these this nice meat there ready to eat. I mean, that's what these animals are for. I want a pet chicken. But it always makes you think when you see like uh, some of the smartest people in the world are vegetarians. Who? Albert Einstein was a vegetarian. So please, he was overrated. <laughs> I mean, anybody usually who's enlightened is a vegetarian. No, those are people who like to make you think that they're enlightened. They like to say how smart they are. I don't eat meat because Gandhi of, because of the way they treat the animals. No, no, a lot of time, most of the times, those people are nutbags. But most times, you know, those people who are just really smart and everything, they say, "Well, I just I don't like to eat meat." Why? Your chick's a vegetarian, isn't she? Yeah, she, she? is. Communist. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know how I can live with a person who's a vegetarian. Could you live with a person who's a vegetarian? Absolutely not. I'd kick them right out of the house. <laughs> no doubt about it. You're out of here, honey. Beat it. Take you and your uh, tofu with you. Because I'm an American. I eat meat. By the way, happy birthday to the communists yesterday. Was your chick's birthday? 
Oh, now she now you're calling her the communist. Well, she's a vegetarian. From now on, all of them are. Those people. The vegetarians. I say they drink out of a separate water fountain. And why is it, too, they're always like, well, I can't have you cook the meat on the same thing. I can't have you cook your, you know, your if steak. If I'm cooking it, I cook it wherever I want to. That's actually really funny. I, I used to work at a restaurant, and they had me cook. And I just laugh when I'd see one of those veggie burgers come up because I'd throw it in the greasiest part of the grill. I'm not kidding you. I'd throw it in the greasiest part of the grill. And they didn't know, did they? No. Absolutely they didn't know. No, they know. did. But because, I'd... well, those things are made to taste like meat, which I don't understand either. If you're going to go that far and eat something that's supposed to taste like meat, just eat the meat. Unless you are some way allergic. Then I can see, okay, here's a supplement for you. And they try to, t and I don't like the way the vegetarians always try to act like they're better than you. Like, oh, look at me, I'm not a Neanderthal because I don't eat beef. They try to run that whole thing on you. What's Sounds like you've been burned a few times. I just, I've never liked, I tried being a vegetarian once. For two weeks I went. And at the end of the two weeks, I felt like a lion. Yeah. Like I, oh, had, yeah. Like I had to have some flesh. I had to just, like I was going to devour something. I had to have some sort of beef. <laughs> that was the gayest 20 seconds in radio. I needed some flesh. I'm going to devour it. <laughs> but I'm talking about... I'm an animal. Like I was. No wonder you were sitting back with a big smile on your face. <laughs> I just wanted you to keep on going. But you went through the whole vegetarian Yeah, I, thing too. I tried it too. I actually, we did it at the same time just to see who could go longer. And we made it uh, basically the same amount of time. Uh, and, yeah, you just feel completely uh, angry at the end of it. It throws your hormones off. Yeah. Human beings were made to eat meat. You have to. I don't know about that. Jesus created us that way, to be meat eaters. We don't have the sharp teeth or the claws for meat. But for some reason... We have these teeth up here, the sharp teeth. They aren't sharp the enough. The vampire to, teeth. They aren't sharp enough to actually bite through, uh, like uh, like jump on a lion's back and bite its neck. We couldn't do that. Watch me. For $10,000, I'd do it. Well, if you uh, if I go without meat for two weeks again, he'll see me chasing a uh, lion around the zoo and jumping on its back and biting its neck. John, you're in the hideout on Roll Radio. Hey, what's up, hideout? What's Yo. up, dude? Hey, I tell you what, if you had some hot sauce, I'd eat a lion. Yeah, exactly. Fry it up, it'd be great. Hot but sauce have, goes with everything. My uh, my family that I married into is Jamaican, and they're mostly vegetarian. And I had a barbecue, and the kids were like, oh, I don't want to eat that. I told them, well, go out in the yard and graze if you want something. Huh. It's a barbecue. What do you think I'm doing? So <laughs> then uh, once they tasted the ribs and all, I had a couple going, oh, I don't eat pork, it's swine. Next thing you know, they're like, you want some hot sauce? Yeah. Exactly. I love that line. Go out in the what, go out in the yard and graze. Exactly. If they don't like it, hey, step off. Thank you, John. How many stomachs do you have? One. Then you eat meat. That brings up a good point too. I'd like to see how many people. Let's say you're stranded on an island and the only thing you had to eat was like a cow or a pig. I'd like to see how morals step in then. I guarantee you, those people would be cutting up that cow and eating it. No, they're gonna go and try to make a net and fish. And you know, they're still killing the fish. 
Yeah, I, that's the one thing I never understand is someone who says, hey, I'm uh, I'm a vegetarian, but I still eat fish. No, it's not a vegetarian. Yeah, you do the cookouts, and you're cooking out the uh, veggie stuff. Yeah. Next time I come over, I'm going to tell your chick, go Grace. See all this nice grass? Commie veggie. And then she'll be milking you. Come on. That was uncalled for. <laughs> Captain Clover, you're in the hideout. Hey, what's up, Captain Clover? Guess what? What? I'm a communist. <laughs> what, you, oh, you're a vegetarian? Or you just... Yeah, I, I have been for 12 years, actually. Why do you do and, it? Um, I, I just wanted to say um, a, a lot of people are vegetarians, you know, for health reasons. Um, but, you know, like you just said, you don't understand how a vegetarian could eat fish and still consider themselves a vegetarian. Well, for, you know, the health reasons, the red meat is harder for your body to digest. And that causes a lot of, you know, colon cancer and mm. liver disease. Bring like it that. on, Heart Captain. Yeah. Bring it on, Captain Clover. I want Small that Small price to pay for a burger. All right, I got an idea. We have a cookout at your place. Okay. And I like how you wrap up your veggies. Like, whenever if you're going to cook out in the cookout, like you get the, uh, the corn, yeah. you wrap some foil in it, and you put it in there, and you cook it up that way. Yeah. I got an idea. Let's wrap up your cat, Sadie Lou, in some foil. No. <laughs> and then we put her in the grill. My cat is not a baked potato. I guarantee you it won't take us longer than maybe three hours to cook her up. Oh, it would take a lot less than that. She's a small little kitty. Jeff Arena, you're in the hideout. I probably I a vegetarian, but I'll eat meat for you if you know what I mean. But... All right. <laughs> in a while, all of a sudden, the conversation got a little more. What, Chunks? You keep trying, acting like you want to tell me something. You're putting up your hands for a reason? You're testing out your shirt with your new fat shirt test? Or are you just waving your hands in the air and waving them like you just don't care? All right, JV is trying to tell me that we're born to be omnivores. Is that what it's So th- both? You do both, right? Yeah. No, that's by. No, that's Chunks. Oh. Mm. Michael, you're in the hideout on Rural Radio. Yeah, hey, how's it going, man? You guys all right? Yeah. We're great. <laughs> Thank well, you. My, I'm totally objective to the comments you guys made about vegetarians, man. I can't agree with you guys on that. Okay, what, what did well, we... Ba- basically, a vegetarian believes not eating meat. You know, there are different stages of vegetarianism. And if people decide not to eat meat, that's their belief. If, you know, to hell with them. If they don't want to eat it, they don't want to eat it. But there's no way we can go into it and say, hey, guy, we don't see the purpose why you're not eating meat. Because meat was made to be devoured. Absolutely. Look, here's the point, Michael. And here's the thing that that I'm saying. If I'm cooking over at my place, I'm not going to clean off a a certain place just for your veggie stuff. Here, I think vegetarians, here, i got a great way for them to save money on their food. You should go around and eat off the sidewalks whenever someone just gets done edging it. And just eating the grass off the concrete. Or maybe, you know, you have a strict dandelion diet. Or we have a buffet for you, and we get the uh, the clippings off of a lawnmower bag. Mmm. And you could just sit there and you can eat that. Delicious. My mouth is watering right now. That's because you're overactive salivary glands. Yeah, it's always watering. Take a break and we'll come back to hideout. My favorite music, bluegrass. By the way, thank you to Kathy, the hideout den mother, who's here hanging out. She wants a man. Maybe we'll bring. We'll see if we can find her a man. Chunks, maybe. 
She, what do you so want to see? Want yeah, that's what he wants to. She's so. holding up some letters. You want a seven-year-old man? <laughs> oh, 40. 40-year-old man. Like wow. Oh. I am gay. All right, Shanks. No one told you to talk. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1, Half A and Dubs, 407-916-1041, and Star 1041 on your singular wireless phones. Thank you to the Hideout Den Mother Kathy. As Dubs and I were back in the green room devouring that fried chicken. Oh, I just love it. Now I even good food. Now I even think about it, too. It'd be, this would be the age-old question for me. Save my mother if she were on the verge of dying. Or have fried chicken for the rest of my life. Well, here's the question you have to ask yourself. How many good years does she have ahead of her, really? You know? I think my mom right now, she's at negative 12. Did oh. you hate your mom anyway? <laughs> she's been missing out since 12 years ago. All right, what's going on back there? We have something, something going on back there. Not only hide out the uh, hideout dead mother Kathy is here. What is that? This bike. What's going on, Chunks? Uh, this gentleman Butters just brought me a just brought me in a bike, I guess, man. What? Yeah, nice mountain bike. Now this goes back to Chunks. He was asking the listeners if someone had an extra bike for him because uh, the doctor told him he needs to lose weight because he's developing back problems. All right. And I guess Butters brought him up a bike. All right, Chunks, I want you to bring Butters in here to the studio. Along uh, with the bike. Bring that in here. I want to chat with this guy. I mean, it looks like a really nice bike. And I imagine Butters being much bigger. We're going to steal his bike. You want to take the bike? I'm going to be Francis. <laughs> I had it in the basement of the Alamo. Yeah. I can't believe this. That's a nice bike, too. Right, they're going through Bateman's basement to get in here into the hideout. Chunks, he brought you a bike? Or is that the, the hideout bike that I asked for? It could be the hideout bike. Right, we'll, we'll get Butter set up with the headphones, and we'll talk to him. All right, that is, that's one hell of a bike. That's nice. That's a, man, don't, don't. It's a brand new. All right, hold on a second. We'll, Chunks, get in here and get him set up on headphones, you idiot. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Hurry up. What are you doing? He is so retarded. I'm not kidding. I was just over him. Yes, I, I you, was... were, you were finally, we ate, we felt good, we were happy again. Did a couple of funny bits. And now all of a sudden he's got me going insane again. <laughs> Calm down. Hey, count to ten. Count to ten. If that means he dies once I get to ten. It might. One, two, three, Slower. four, ten. And happier. He's alive. He's still alive. 
You're so ugly, you're so hideous, and you're worthless. You're just worthless. You're venomous tonight. I hate him. Come here. Come here. I'm Burt Reynolds. You're this kid from CBS. Ask me about the longest yard. I've never seen the longest yard. Ah! Come here. I didn't get you good. Come here. Quit dodging. Stop moving. Ah! Oh. Yeah. Turn around. Ah, come on. Come here. Come here. Come on. Now go away. <laughs> you idiot. I feel like I crossed the line. And do you have headphones? All right, Butters, how you doing, my friend? How are you? I'm good, bro. Come on, right on, right on top of that mic. So you brought in this beautiful bike for chunks or for the hideout? Well, I brought it for chunks. Wow. Yeah. You guys have been talking about him being overweight, and I know what it's like to be overweight. I used to weigh 430 pounds. Wow. What? How did you do it? I'm lying. I didn't. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, how did you lose all that weight? Your skin's nice and it's uh, it's tight for uh, being 430 pounds. What kind of bike is that, dude? It's a uh, it's a mongoose. Wow. Yeah. I, ju I just got a new one. It's been uh, sitting at my brother's house. Just bought a new house and uh, it's been sitting over at his house. And he uh, now he brought it all over here, complete with a uh, a lock and everything. Hey, to, check uh, this out. Check this out. What he got? He's got a it's got a bike and. Oh, it's, oh even it's got, got lights. It's got lights. Yeah. All right, Butters, you're too amazing, man. I mean, this is very nice of you, man. Thank you. Make sure he gets anything he wants of our prizes. This is just, you're way too kind. <laughs> I guess my furniture is downstairs waiting. <laughs> you need some, I got some. Yeah, I do. Actually, actually. they need furniture in the worst. Chunks. Yes. Right now, this bike is property of the hideout. Gotcha. You have to earn it. Come on. You have to earn this bike. I appreciate Butters. Here's the thing, Butters. Chunks is like a dog, and I can't have you guys feeding the dog. You know, we have to feed the dog. We have to hit the dog on the nose the way I just hit the dog on the nose so that it learns. I you got have to rub its face in it. I got three shih tzus, I understand. Oh, beautiful. Scare <laughs> <laughs> me with it. Chunks. Yeah. I think we should rub your nose in it. In what? You, you know. know. You know. I want you to take off your undies. Oh, God. We're going to rub your nose in your undies. <laughs> Just to teach you a lesson. It's called bacon strip teaching. Mm. It's the newest thing, BST. Yeah. You like bacon, don't you? Not a, not a big fan. Then you'll probably chew on your undies when we're done. Mm. I want you to do that, too. We're frying them up for you. Hold on a second. Let's take a call. Jeff, you're in the hideout. What's up, Jeff? Pepper, you're crazy, man. You never trade sex for chicken. You can always have frog legs. They taste the same. No, it doesn't. I'm telling you, nothing tastes like chicken. I'm ready to get the commercial break so we can go back and have some more. What are you doing, Chunks? You telling me to take a break? Come back and you're going to have your underwear off ready to rub your nose in it? That's nasty. For don't, the gay rodeo? Don't tell me what to do. I'm not. I'm just saying that. What's this then? What's this break? Thing? I'm, I'm just asking you if you don't you'd be so kind. I'm asking. You don't tell me what to do. I'm not. I Come here. Ask do, I, do I need to Burt Reynolds you again? I, I got to run the thing. You want a Burt slap? I mean, no. Of course I don't want a Burt slap. I mean, that last one was really hard. And you hit me in the eye oh, once. Oh, so what are you saying? You'd rather a Danza slap? Uh, you didn't have to hit me so hard. You know what? 
Butters, I appreciate bringing in this bike. This, oh, man, my pleasure. This is uh, that's just really too nice a bike. If I heard that on the radio that Chunks needed a bike, I would have taken the bike out of my truck or car and run over it a few times. Here's what you should have done. You should have said, guys, I have a bike to give you. I like to bring it up to the station. How about this? Trunks, you can keep the bike. But you have to quit the show. Say yes. Say yes. I'm sorry. I'm going to have to reject that. God offer. damn. How about we do this? We're on the fourth floor here at the compound, right? Let's go up to the roof. That would make it the fifth floor. If we throw the bike off the fifth floor onto the concrete street and it still works... Then you can have it. How about he tries to I catch say, it? I say what we do. <laughs> I, I like say that. we reenact uh, E.T. and he tries to, you know, jump off and see if he can fly. <laughs> All right, how about this, Chunks? Absolutely. That's a great one. Up here on the fifth floor of the ceiling, <laughs> the uh, the roof of the Clear Channel compound, and we reenact E.T. That I'll die. Hopefully. I can't. That is such a... Goddamn nice bike, Butters. I mean, that's a great bike, dude. What, are you rich or something? Are you a millionaire? Uh, no. You seem like you're riding around with a millionaire's bike. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hold on a second. Noah, Noah, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Yeah, um, I was wondering, would you rather keep all your limbs or eat fried chicken for the rest of your life? Chicken. <laughs> I'll give up a left leg. Yeah, you always get a fake one. You know, you trade your left leg for a, you know, chicken leg. Absolutely. Well, do we need to break chunks? What's going on over there? I mean, you know, you're going nuts. It's it, it's up it's up to you. I'm just I'm not saying to do it. I'm just merely asking as nicely as I as I can. If if you would please maybe break. George, you're in the hideout. Hi, El Jefe. What's up, buddy? I I've been one, racking my brain as to why ch you guys have chunks around there, and I think I finally figured it out. What's why that? is that? Somehow, some way, you guys have upset the mafia, <laughs> and instead of killing you, they're letting you live as long as you've got chunks with you. Oh, as long as we babysit their retarded brother, there, they won't kill you. Oh my goodness, man! You know what? You figured it out. And there's no such thing as the mob, by the way. Oh yeah, it's a witness protection program. Chunks in the Motection program. All right, we'll take a break. Chunks. Chunks, what time does it say? Nine o'clock. We were supposed to break six. Yes. Why didn't you tell me? I I merely... Stop talking back. Yeah. Yeah, take a break and we'll come back. Gay Rodeo next. Yeah. I don't know if you want to stick around for that, Butters. You want to watch the Gay Rodeo? Might be enjoyable. <laughs> Probably not. not. Probably not, but I'll hang. All right, we'll take a break and we'll come back. It's the Hideout, Real Radio, 104.1. All right, welcome back to the Hideout, Real Radio, 104.1. Running late because of chunks. Sorry about that. Yeah, sorry, Catherine. 407 star 1041 On your singular wireless phones, um, got a couple buddies who are in studio with us. Kathy, the hideout dead mother. Also our buddy uh, Butters, who brought Chunks a bike. But right now it is in the possession of the hideout, and Chunks will earn it at, at some point that we uh, so desire. 
But before we do any of that, J-Dubs, Tommy Bateman brought something to my attention, and I said I have to learn more about this. I'm always thirsting for knowledge. I want to know more. And not only did I want to know more, Dubs, I figured you would love it. Okay. The International Gay Rodeo Association. Apparently, uh, it's real. Now, they uh, have enough members to create an association? I think you can create an association if you have, like, three members. We could call it, like, I'm I'm surprised there's three. Ah, please. With rodeo? So joining (laughs) us in the hideout right now. With all those tight jeans, it was bound to happen sometime. You knew it was going to happen. All right, Tom Tom Sheridan, you're in the hideout. How you doing, buddy? I'm good. How are you guys? We are great. Now, it's IGRA.com, International Gay Rodeo Association, correct? That's correct. All right. Uh, first question, is this real or is this like a goof website? No, it's real. Okay, cool. All right, I just want to make sure that we're not being goofed on. Because, so do you, you travel the nation like doing a rodeo but specifically for gay people or, or what? That's correct. Is it like, you know, like a thing where gay people come together to watch the rodeo, or is it gay rodeo riders? Uh, both are correct. Um, the Mainly the participants and competitors in the rodeo are gay, and most of the people who come to watch are gay, but not exclusively All right, on so either behalf. Where did you come up with this idea of having the international gay rodeo? Like, what... I mean, were you a rodeo fan at first, and or and you were like closeted, or you were out and you're a rodeo fan, and you just decided, hey, we'll do, we'll put the two things together. How does this come about? Well, of course, I didn't do it, but uh, about 30 years ago, some folks um, in Reno, Nevada, saw the need for a fundraiser, and it was actually for muscular dystrophy at the time, but. Being gay people and entertainers themselves said, let's put on a rodeo and raise some money and have some fun, and we'll do some entertainment along with it, and uh, we'll give the money back to charity. All right, now, uh, Tom Sheridan from the International Gay Rodeo Association. So what is it about the rodeo, then, that would attract gay people to it? I mean, is there anything in particular, or is it just like it was you know, any other sport, but gay? Well, it would be like any other sport, but... You know, a lot of the folks that are competing, obviously, have rodeo in their background. They did it as a child. Uh, you know, it's it's not new to them. So, you know, they've ridden bulls and, and ridden oh, broncs yeah. and ridden horses, you know, in their lives. But it doesn't just stop there because we can also offer folks that have never done it before events that uh, would be familiar to them. Okay, very cool. Um, Now, um, is this... Do you? I mean, what kind of following are you getting? Because here's here's why I find it so interesting. I grew up in Texas, and I've been to a rodeo before, and it seems like a rodeo is a place where the the uber straight people and even like where like homophobes would gather. Is that maybe even part of the reason why you come up with a specific gay rodeo? Because it just it doesn't seem to me like going to a rodeo before like I have that that would be a place that would be gay friendly. So what you're doing is stereotyping the gay scenario and, and no, that, I'm not well, stere- I'm not stereotyping gays I'm stereotyping rodeo guys look dude I'm sympathetic I grew up in the south I'm just saying I would never think that I would take a gay friend of mine to the rodeo right and and that's you know we're all about that it doesn't it doesn't matter that we're gay or straight it matters that we do rodeo and we like it 
and well, uh, that's what we do for pastime. So then we bring our friends together. Right, well, it's I'd, like family and camaraderie. I, I, but I think it does matter that you're gay or straight. Otherwise, you just go to the quote-unquote normal rodeo. Instead, yeah, you've got the gay rodeo. So it's like, hey, it does matter that we're gay, right? So we feel safe there that we can show, we can bring our partners, and we can... That's know, what I was asking. Up, that's exactly... Right. That's exactly... I, I think, you, yeah... I, 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 we're not fighting here. I, uh, I think you're uh, too quick to think we're going to attack you here, and we're uh, on your side, man. Yeah, I mean, I, that's why I was asking if that's why you did it. Because again, I didn't think like your, your, you know, your your, your regular old rodeo would be a place where um, where gay people would be welcome. So, are you making a lot of money off of this thing? Well, we've probably given back over two million dollars in the course of our years uh, to charities. What kind of charities do you guys usually give to? Oh, you know, of course, the most popular are HIV and AIDS charities, uh-huh. you know, all, all the way from um, medical and mental to children. But uh, we've also given back to women's organizations. It kind of depends on the geographic area. All right. Now, I see you going through the South. Are you, like, you know, I see, you know, I, I'm on the website right now for the, uh, for IGRA.com, International Gay Rodeo Association. Do you, do you run into, like, a lot of protests when you're going through places like Albuquerque and, and Dallas? We, we used to, uh, but not so much anymore. <clears throat> um, we've, we've ran into some maybe uh, in Nebraska. Uh, okay. I can but, understand. Yeah. We, um, <clears throat> you know, we're doing good things for good people, and we're not bothering anybody else. No, so. I hear you. Yeah, we I, used to have some PETA people that even come by. I, I, they would be mad, or they would be. They'd be mad. Okay. Wow. But they wouldn't be any worse mad than they would be at a regular road. Okay, that's so. why I figured they'd just be <laughs> pissed about it. Um, now you guys are going to be at the Gay Days Expo. Or are you guys actually going uh, here in Orlando, uh, June second through the fourth? Are you? Is, is the rodeo actually going to go on? No, actually, there's a new organization in Florida that's just starting up. And they're not even recognized by the International Gay Rodeo Association yet uh, as the international group. But they are they're starting up, and uh, we're all going to be there in Florida, actually, to uh, to have a table and to have a booth and have a presence at, at Gay Days. Oh, awesome. Oh, maybe we'll see you out there then. I would actually I'd, uh, absolutely be on a shuttle. You guys got like a bareback division or anything where you don't have to have the saddle? That's correct. We, we do bareback bunks. What are you laughing at, you idiot? Are you a moron back there? Try to behave uh, are yourself. Are going down the wrong trail now? No, that's my idiot. I've been pissed at him all day, my board op. He's just been acting like an ass. I apologize for that. Well, uh, We're serious people doing a serious sport. Well, I wouldn't call rodeo a sport, no matter if you're gay or straight, but, you know, whatever. To, to each its own. You know what I mean? Okay. Tom Sheridan, International Gay Rodeo Association. Thank you for joining us on the hideout. <laughs> God. Those people, I don't like to interview a lot of times just because they are so quick to think that you're attacking them I guess right away. They're used to, like, I guess, shock jocks coming in. I want to I want to know about a gay rodeo. <laughs> I'm sorry if I wanted to genuinely find out what was going on. You hear something like the International Gay Rodeo, I would figure you have some questions. Yeah, first you laugh and then you think, huh. How do they do this? <laughs> Now you gotta the, go to the photo gallery though. Now do they have special saddles with marital aid sticking up? What's no, going all right. On See now you now you're being now you're stereotyping. <laughs> no. Chunks, what are you doing laughing? What? 
Keep your microphone off if you're going to lie. That was a gem, dude. You got to admit. That was just too much. Why do you think I asked the question? That there was, was too much. I could have asked a lot more questions if you're not laughing in the background. I could have asked him seriously and had him give the answers. I had a few questions that I had to hold back on. Yeah, he tried to hand a couple to me, which were just wrong. <laughs> what were your questions? Should I say them, Dubs? Yeah, go for it. I wouldn't even say them, so. <laughs> All right, well, never mind then. If you're not saying them, then I don't. Hey, come hand them to me. Let me see them. And I'll say whether or not. What chunks? The den mother wanted to know if they had, like, actual gay cows and gay bulls in it as well. I don't know. I, look, I, what I feel so bad about is that in this society, in this society, they're probably attacked so often. We just want to do a regular interview. Now, I wonder if, like, you know, the El Matador would have, instead of, like, a, a red cape, like a pink one for it to run through. Okay, that... now you guys are stereotyping, and I just want to know. I, I did, too, but. What's wrong with you in this question? Are you an animal? You're psychopathic. Do you realize that? You're genuinely insane, Bateman. I think it's a very valid question. Absolutely not. <laughs> There's no need. You can email me at Bateman at WTKS, and I'll uh, send you the question. I don't want that question even getting out there. Hmm. And I want to thank Tom Sheridan. By the way, Chunks, here's the most important thing to come out of that interview. There's a Gay Days Expo going in, in or, going on in Orlando. I think yeah, we so had no idea. I think somebody's going out with a microphone and possibly even setting up his own booth. What? I'm not gay though. Doesn't matter. They'll know right away that I'm not gay. We need a we need a big hideout booth at the Gay Days Expo. They'll kill me. What? Why would they kill you? Because are you stupid? Because you're a moron? Because you're homophobic? I hope they would. I I, I can't. Am gay. You know what? If it was guaranteed that you went out there and they'd kill you, well, we would do it in a second. We would force you out there. Anywhere we can guarantee your death. How about we have you get on that bike and jump off the roof? I'm just saying, I don't mean it bad. I mean, like, how am I supposed to play it off? You're not supposed to play nothing off. You're going to go out there and make some new friends for the hideout at the Gay Days Expo. Act like you're a member of the show. Be a person. You don't have to think everything's about you being gay or not being gay. It's not about that. It's not all about you. All right, we're going to do the gay rodeo in a few seconds with our intern and chunks. We got a special way we're going to do it, too. Right, you know what? People are now sending me jokes on the instant messenger, and they're just wrong. And that, actually, that was well, that one was in response to the joke I couldn't get out. Well, good. I'm not I'm not getting that one out either. I'm telling you, stop laughing. I'm really offended by you guys, and no one else even knows what's going on. I'm just offended by my crew trying to be open-minded in the hideout. And somehow I'd like to split open Chunks' head. Yeah. You're going to the Gay Days Expo. And you're going to be happy there. Right. All right? I want you to go you're out. You're going to be nice. You're going to be friendly. Why? Because that's what we do. We're ambassadors. But why can't you send me, like, to the Supermodel Expo? Maybe you will go there if you do good at the Gay Days. we got to test you out. Besides, I'll be appearing there. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Welcome back into the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Half and Dubs. Oh, it's, uh, what is today? Wednesday? I'm always, yeah, it's Wednesday. I'm always surprised what it is. Uh, we just got done talking to Tom Sheridan of the International Gay Rodeo Association. 
uh, came into the hideout talking about it. We found out about the Gay Days Expos, to Expo that's coming up, the second through the fourth. We got, you know what? Hold on a second. Let me write this down for tomorrow's promo meeting. Gay Days Expo. Yeah, let's get a booth out there. I'll even do it. Uh, well, I won't. We've seen a little hole in the wall. It just, just in the corner. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. You can get in the setup. Charles, you're in the hideout. What's up, brother? Hey, I went to one of those gay rodeo events in uh, South Carolina. Did you and, really? Uh, yes, I did, sir. Oh, How was it? He's lying. Well, I caught a damn rodeo master humping my retard brother at the end of it. All right. <laughs> I wanted to hear about it. <laughs> I'm sure you I want to hear about it from someone who's actually there. Witnessed the whole thing. Billy, Billy, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What's up? Hey, guys, I was thinking about uh, Chunks going to this Gay Day Expo, and I was thinking, he's got to go in bra and panties, right? Oh, yes. And then he could just take some other lingerie and maybe model it for the guys, put him in, like, a white leotard and put stuff on the top. It would be awesome for him. Yeah. I think it would really expand his mind. And that's true, too, because you know what? I, I honestly believe you're homophobic, Chunks, because you haven't been around a lot of gay people in your life. you got plenty of gay friends. Who? Um, Name one you've I ever can't. had. Of course you can't, because you don't have any. No, I can't. And I think that would be offensive to the, the homosexual community if I were to go there in a bronze panties. I think they'd be totally offended by that. I don't think so. Why don't you just wear the napkin you wore on Monday when you came in? <laughs> your brand new medium shirts. You think we're <laughs> relentless when it comes to picking on your style? Please. John, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What's up, John? Hey, guys. How you doing? Good, What's bro. up? Hey, uh, I got a question for you. First off, I just want to thank you. Uh, welcome you guys to Orlando. You guys, I like, do a lot of driving all over Florida, and you guys make my nights awesome. Appreciate so thank you for that. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. You guys just make it. We definitely had anything like you guys before, so that's awesome. Thank um, you. Question for you guys. Um, I was in a home, and I missed it. You, what was the average time length you guys said? Um, try to keep it clean here. The sexual encounter, I guess. The oh, yeah. Average. This was at the end of the show last night. And, um, and I want to see how where my compares. <laughs> right, what do, what's your average uh, sexual like, encounter? Now, are we talking like all the goodies before no. and then the no, deed? No, just, uh, just the deed. Just okay, the... well, maybe I'm selfish, but I don't know, 15, 20 minutes, I'm trying to get in and out. <laughs> all right, Len, listen to this, cat. Now you're a bragger because the average American, seven minutes. Okay. So That's not bad. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm panting and I can't breathe when I'm done because <laughs> right. you know, I give it my all. <laughs> but uh, well, you're a champion. I would hope you would, John. Yeah, you know, and and, and then I don't know if I'm if I'm wrong in this and so, you know how they want to cuddle and all that. That I love her and I want to cuddle, but at the same time I just want to go to sleep, man. Hey. I'm just. Exist, I want to get up and play more video games. Honey, give me a ham sandwich. I'm going to fall asleep playing Grand Theft Auto. Thank you. Yeah, you know what I mean? But at the same time, you got to give her a little bit of cuddling or else you can't go back. You know what I mean? That's true. John has it all nailed down. Thank you, John, for the phone call. You know what? I've never cuddled. Like, uh, like you know, with a girlfriend after a while, yeah. But like, if it's like a first night thing, I don't cuddle afterwards. And, you know, and I hate cuddling afterward, too, and I'll tell you why. You're sweaty. I don't want to be next to anybody when you're sweaty. Anyway, I don't care if you're my chick or not. Sex is one thing, but cuddling, I think, is a different level. You know? I think that's more than sex when you're cuddling with a girl. All right, Dubs, you've hit something very interesting. Okay, so, all right, let's say, all right, is it cheating if you're just banging your mistress and it's just sex? Or does, I, it, or does it become cheating when you bang and cuddle? I think it becomes more cheating when you're cuddling. All right, let me ask you this. You haven't banged her yet, your mistress. 
You're just cuddling with her. Is that cheating? No. What if her hand's cuddling with your... Uh... Is that cheating? Yes. A handy's cheating? I guess so. It depends on who you're going out with. Or she's a little bigger. Then no, that's never cheating. No, <laughs> no. If you're going hogging, you're you're doing her a favor. She ain't doing you one, so it's not cheating. It's not cheating. Yeah, when you're doing someone else a favor, it's, that's what it is. It's a favor. I'm glad you set up all these rules, Dubs. Now I know what's cheating yeah. and what isn't. All right. Don't feel guilty, guys. What if it's a very hot chick? Is cuddling with a hot chick cheating? If you're paying her, no. Like if you are if you are at a strip club and she is on your lap and you just paid her twenty bucks for a lap dance, that's not cheating. But if it's more How, emotional, than no. That, let me yes. ask you. I've heard about these cuddle parties. What if there was like a cuddle club where instead of them dancing with? How about this? Maybe I'm on to something here. Butters, maybe you want to get involved in the business venture with me. You have a club, maybe the size of a uh, radio studio. Mm-hmm. Maybe it looks just like this. You got hot girls and Daisy Dukes and cutoffs that are paid just to cuddle with you for about 20, 30 minutes. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go there. Sit on your lap and just like cuddle with you and neck with you. No. Uh, they're necking you? If they want to. They're sucking on your neck? You throw them a little extra. Just like anything else in life. Throw them a little extra. You know, if they're sucking on my neck, I might go. But if I'm just laying there with them... I may pay for that. Really? Why would you pay for them to just delay with you? Because I love the touch of a woman. Even after they were with some other guy? Yeah, they just got done cuddling chunks, and now you're going to walk in. <laughs> I'm not getting this sloppy chunks cuddle seconds. Chunks, when's the last time you cuddled with a girl? You ain't <laughs> kissed a girl forever. You ain't had sex in forever. When was the last time you cuddled with a girl? Over, over a year ago. Same, around the same time as the whole kiss. Thing. Same girl who saw your... Uh, you're junk and laughed at you? Uh, yes. That would be the same day. one. You miss cuddling with a girl? And just like the holding of a girl? And yeah, I, like... I know, man. It's... Do you miss it? <laughs> yes, of course. Why? Dude, I don't... It's not that often that girls like touching me. So, you know, when it happens, you know, I'm, I'm not used to positive physical contact. I think you should cuddle with a hideout den mother. You want me to? Would you mind? Ask the hideout den mother if she wants to cuddle. Just spoon for a little bit. Number one wants to cuddle with. Give him a big hug, number one. Get away from me. Just get away. <laughs> get away. All right, hold up. You know what? That's nothing, dude. Yeah, wait till we do the gay rodeo with you. Next break. Should we let the cat out of the bag and what it is? Give us. We got a couple calls. Let's okay. Get more calls and then we'll get up with the gay rodeo. Nice. I'll break when I want to break. Scott, you're in the hideout. Hey, welcome to Orlando, guys. Thank you, buddy. Hey, uh, I was thinking for the little gay escapade next week for Chunks. One of your, uh, I know one of your sponsors could probably hook him up with some attire, maybe some fishnet, some mini skirts. Yeah, skirt, Premier uh, Adult Factory Outlet. Absolutely. Little wig action. He could, uh, he could really pimp it out there. Maybe he could snuggle with a man. All right, you know what? I like this. How about this? Cuddle booth. We have a cuddle booth with chunks. No you want to just go in there and cuddle with them? Stop. You're going to get over this homophobic. Yeah. Dude, I don't like spooning with men. It's not being homophobic. It's That could be your thing, but it ain't my thing. All right? You don't like it just because you've never tried it. No, I'm not gay, and I'm not going to be Stop. gay, and I'm not doing Stop. gay things. And the hideout dim mother just gave you a hug, and that's very sweet of her. But I would prefer it. You know what? Homophobes don't get brand new bikes. 
I'm not homophobic. You man. are. You're you very homophobic. Obviously are. It's just not my thing. Here's the thing. You don't know it. Friday night. You may like to eat beets. You no. just never tried it. No. Friday night during the open door policy, when we got all our buddies in here from 9 to 11. Bring your own headphones, by the way. You're going to be in the studio, and you're going to be cuddling in the corner, spooning with a man. No. The whole show. It's not happening. I'm not spooning with a man. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. Shh. I'm not gay. I'm not doing that. Stop. It doesn't make you gay if you spoon with a guy. I'm not doing that. That's wrong. Why? I'm not not doing that. There's nothing wrong about it. Because it's gay, man. That's that's the part. Yeah, that's the homophobic part that we're talking about. That's the mentality that I hate. I like women. It's fine, dude. I don't hate them. They don't like you. It's fine, but I still like them. Scott, you're in the hideout on real radio. Hi. Um, yeah, this is Scott. Um, just wanted to be the hideout homo and help out Chunks with his little gay problem. I like that. Are you genuinely homosexual or are you just... Dude, I have I have the F word tattooed across my chest, literally. Okay, you know what? <laughs> I want you coming up in studio. Hold on a second, Scott. You're officially our hideout mo. Hold on. I like him. He's my new uh, new favorite. New favorite listener. Well, he's behind butters. Ugh. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Ray, Ray, you're in the hideout. It's not considered cheating if you're too drunk to remember it. So true. Absolutely so true. Number two, you're getting Scott's info so we can have him come up. Friday night and spoon with Chunks in the corner? You know what, Chunks? When you call and talk to him and set up a time for him to come in, I want you to be very nice to him. I'm not being nice. I'm not doing it. You're going to be nice, first of all, because he's a listener. Second of all, he's our guest. Baby, you got to okay. spoon with him. And here's the thing. He... You spoon with guests. I am gay. Shh, Chunks. Shh. John from Orlando, you're in the hideout. Hey, guys, great show. Thank you, brother. Hey, uh, I heard old Den Mother was looking for a nice guy. Ah, Den Mother, we may have found you a love. Hey, can you hold on for one second? Why, well, certainly. All right, here, here's, what, here's what I want to do, John from Orlando. Hold on. I need you to get John from Orlando's information as well. we got to do the gay rodeo next between Chunks and number one. And then we'll call John from Orlando and get a love connection for Kathy, the hideout Den Mother. You see this, Chunks? Bringing everybody together. Great. Gay Rodeo next between Chunks and number one. It's the Hideout, Rural Radio, 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout, Rural Radio, 104.1. It's F.A. and Dubs. Real Radio Hideout is the AOL Instant Messenger. Um, here in the main studio of the Hideout, it's myself, Dubs. Our buddy Butters, who brought Chunks a bike, which is now, it's been repossessed by the Hideout. And he will earn it at some point. And uh, number two is on her way downstairs because her friend is here to videotape the gay rodeo. Our gay rodeo. The hideouts version of the gay rodeo With versus Chunk. number one and Chunks. Now the loser will have to suck on a J-Dubs earwax lollipop. I lose. I'll do it. Well, you have to, we have to tell you what it is first. I'll lose. I'll do it. Here's what's going to happen, Dubs. Yes. They're going to have to buck each other. Can you say that on air? Buck. Oh, I'm sorry. Buck. You guys are going to have to try to knock each other off of... 
Like Yourself. one one will be riding the other. Cowboy style. That's not so bad. You guys have to, uh, one lays on their back, the other one gets on it, on the uh, other guy, cowboy style. And you have to try to buck him off with your hips. Hey, that's so gay! That's disgusting, dude! That's drive verbiage! No, it's not! That's what that is! That's freaking wrong, man! You know what I mean? We're just. insane! That's so gay, man! That's bad, man! That's not good at all! No, you stop with the that's bad, it's okay! No, it's fine, man, but for me, that's bad! That's no good! Alright? You're doing it! There's not enough cushioning down there, man, or blockage! I don't need any dude rubbing against it. No. Why do you guys insist on guys coming so close to this thing? Why? Just leave it be. It hasn't been used in two and a half years. It's dead. It's useless. We all know it. Just leave it be, please. Please. Get on on your back. No. Get on your back. Come on. Just lie down on your back real fast. We we aren't going to start it yet because we're waiting for the video camera. We just want you to kind of test it out and see how it's going. You don't even have to take off your shirt. I don't want to get it dirty. Wow, you're taking off your shirt for this one. I know it's funnier if they're both shirtless, but it's kind of mo as it is. Yeah, this we'll, is, we'll give them that dignity. Stop. It's not really. This is a, a preferential orientation, not of my own. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's what that is. Get That's down, what that is. Get, get on, on your, your back. back. Come on. You're not going to start it yet. Just get on your back. This is so gay. This is bad. It's leave not that, bad. Leave that mic on. I gotta look at myself in the mirror. Leave that mic on and put it towards you. Get on the ground. I gotta look at myself in the mirror, fellas. I feel bad enough for that. This is gay. Get down on the ground. <laughs> What's so fun just laying on the ground? <laughs> All right. Yes. Butters is moving the bike for us. All right, now Chunks is laying on the ground. What you're going to have to do is when number one straddles you, you're going to have to try to buck him off. Now, show us how you'll buck him off. I'm not going to Just show that. Just show him. Just show us. There. Yeah, All right, exa- this is bad, No, man. get down. Stay down. Wrong. Stay down. This is wrong, man. Stay down. This is not right. Get down. This is so freaking gay, man. It's not freaking funny. Will you stop? Behave. Stop with the homophobia. I'm not homophobic, man. I don't want him near my chunks. <laughs> now lay down. I'm Flat. Down. Flat. Show us the, how you buck him off. I don't know how I'm going to buck him off. I've never done this before. I'm not a bull. Right now you're to be the cow. All right, go ahead. All right. What am I supposed to do? Look, there we go. Bucking. Yay, buck, buck, buck. Buck. What? All right. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Number one, take your place. Get on the saddle. This is wrong, man. I don't see one. He's the saddle. Sit on his stomach. Bareback. Can I get on my stomach? No. All right, would it be easier if you did it on the stomach? No. No. We, we, this is not a bartering system here. You can't buck like this. Good. You can. All right. <laughs> Number one, are you ready? 
Nope. <laughs> I'm you, sorry. You don't want to do I'm it? I'm still struggling with this idea. You don't want to do it? Of course I don't want to do it. Come on. Okay. Let's be a team player here. What do I get in return? Well, if you say I'm long, you don't have to suck on my earwax. <laughs> Lucky you. He's got nasty wax, man. <laughs> <laughs> You don't have to look at him. You keep your eyes closed. No chick ever looks at him. You don't have to lock eyes with him or anything. Okay. What's wrong with you? Reverse cowboy. Reverse cowboy. I don't want to sit there and look at your face while you're doing this. All right. How about this? How about this? Chunks. How about you go? You go last. We'll let. Well, you want to get on your back first, number one. Fine. It doesn't matter. At this point, everything is a debauchery. I'm killing myself tonight. I get on your back. <laughs> How much do you weigh? <laughs> I gained a couple pounds too. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't even know if I can look at this dog. I I can. Hold on. Right, how about we do this? Here's the only. Fu- you want to offer an out, Dubs? No. <laughs> Please. How about if we had comrade two Q-tips? And they had to do it, um, they had to eat the Q-tips like they were, uh... I want to see a gay rodeo. <laughs> Why? I want to see him riding that pony. I- I'm even a little sick of it now. <laughs> Let's just give it a try. This is bad. I don't understand the view from down here. When he, <laughs> steps, when he stands over me... It's go time. All right, we got to take a break. We have to take a commercial break. Let's take a break. And we'll come back in the gay rodeo. (laughs) Gives you guys a few more minutes to think about it. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. It's our version of the gay rodeo tonight with number one versus number two. Loser eats a J-Dub's earwax Q-tip. Or whatever we can find to put in my ear. Now, what's going to happen is number one and number two, uh, or actually number one and Trunks will lie on the back, will lie on his back. The other one will get on him as if he were a... Uh, a chick. Or, you know, even like, you know, like a rodeo. Yeah, like uh, like he's getting on a horse. And it is the job of the person lying on their back... To buck him off. To buck off the person who was uh, above. Now, oh look, who just showed up just in time, Erica, the promotions goddess. Nice. It's great. So You're done tricking for today. <laughs> so what will end up happening? Whoever lasts the longest wins, and whoever loses will have to do the lollipop. You guys are talking during the commercial break. Who's going to do what first? Who's going to ride who? Pick, Mo. Do you want to do a uh, coin flip for it? Coin flip sounds good. All right, give me the coin. What'd you call? Heads. It's heads. What do you want to do? Oh, um, back? I'll go first. All right. You'll be on top first or you'll be I'll on your be back on the first? Bottom first? Okay. All right, <laughs> get over here in the corner on your He's bottom. The bottom, see? Lie down. This is the one time you're not the bottom, chunks. 
Do we have any cowboy music or anything that we can play during this? Do we have like rawhide or something or? Rawhide would be great. <laughs> All right, hold on. Don't get get on yet. Because as soon as you as soon as you make contact, he can begin to buck you. Or dead or alive. Not no hands, right? All right. No hands. When I tell you, no hands. Just your uh. You got to keep yourself down. You just got to buck him with your body, okay? You can use your hands to leverage your body, but you can't use your hands to leverage his body. I will say five, four, three, two, one, and you begin. Five, four, three, two, one, go. All right, buck him off. All right, they're going. Choke is not getting off, as you can hear them rattling and shaking. That's right. Oh, come on, get it off. Yeah. Oh, what are you doing, man? Flipping around. Was, oh. Come on, dude. You all right? Oh, yeah. Almost got me there. Huh? I don't know if he's ever gonna get him off. Whoa, that's too close. Hey, hey, don't watch it with that crust. Seriously, dude, what's your issue? What you're gonna want to do? You're gonna want to buck him and kind of move out from underneath him so he lands on his ass. You can do that. Yeah. yeah. You can do whatever you need. Right now, it's 40 seconds. You gotta get him off of you. Yeah. Oh, that was good. Oh, get him off. Oh, oh. Come on, seriously, you're getting into it. <laughs> Don't hide me like that, dude. It hurts when I hop on you like that. You got a max of 90 seconds. Max of 90 seconds. You're at a minute right now. Get. Come on, man. Get bucking, man. Buck. <laughs> Yeah. Oh. All right, you want to max out now? You tapping out? out? He's tapping out. Maybe. So. Oh, what's up with that noise, dude? Num- number one maxed out at 90 seconds. What's wrong? My ribs. Chunks, oh. <laughs> are you proud? He did the bonsai drop on him? Yeah, it wasn't so bad. It was kind of fun, wasn't it? No, it wasn't fun, man. I mean, especially you dig- you dug it. I, I'm not sure. I'm not saying anything, but this cat, man, I don't, maybe felt something, you know, and which scares me. All right, get on the floor. They seem a little more into it now. They don't seem to be arguing as much. All right, Chunks is now on his back, and intern number one will now sit down in five, four, three, two, one, go! <laughs> Something's trying to fuck him off. And now they're riding each other across the studio. Nasty, dude. Chuck's trying in every way possible. And we are getting this videotape, so we will try to put it on uh, realradio.fm ASAP. Alright, you're at 30 seconds. You have one minute to buck him off, otherwise, you both lose. I say, uh, since uh, Chunks is the radio bottom, any tie is a loss for him. All right, if there's a tie, Chunks loses. Oh, All right, now he's trying to run him into the table. All right, no, you, don't hey, do that. No, don't do that. You can't run him into the table. Bad, man. <laughs> Harder than it looks, huh? Are you swimming out from underneath? He <laughs> uh, tired? Oh. Come on, Chunks, you have to get him off of you. Yeah. Ew, dude, watch it! Come on, that's my junk. Seriously. Don't be hopping on my junk like that. Stop. I'm you got you got 20 seconds. It hurts, dude. Come on, fat boy, go. I, go, go, go. I, it hurts so bad <laughs> down there. 
Ah. Hurt so good? No, man. How did they do this? What's wrong? They're horses. I don't mean them. <laughs> Three, ah. two, one. It's over. It's Get over. Uh, tie. It's a tie. So Chunks loses. Come Chunks on. loses. How do I lose? How do I lose, man? Because you didn't win. That doesn't matter. I'm gay. Stop. I'm serious. It is. It's not funny, dude. Honest to God, man. There's not much I have, but you find every... Stop laughing, dude. It's not my thing. It's too close. And he's hopping on him. And he's smiling. It's not... No good. It's no good, man. You both right. You both tied at 90 seconds. Tie goes to the person who's most on top in the totem pole. Yes. And that's number one. Come on! Number one has... Let's ask Tommy. Tommy? I'm sorry. Tommy doesn't have a tiebreaker in this. I would have And now it's two to one, so... We'll take a break. How'd that feel, being on another man like that? Awful. Serious. It's not funny, dude. It's not funny at all! I'm trying not to yell. I'm trying, man. But you guys make me do this gay crap. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. Dude, not cool. Not cool. Why are you mad? We gave you badge material no, for tonight. No! I don't like men! I hate men! When was the last time that you've, you know, been that close to another human being? I don't, I don't know, man. Maybe when I had to, maybe when I had to wrestle with Dubs, or uh, maybe when he was uh, bikini waxing me, or whatever gay thing you made me do. It sounds to me like we haven't cured you of your homophobia. I'm not homophobic. I'm not homophobic, man. All right. Now we'll take a break. We'll come back. You'll get your punishment. I didn't do anything. You lost. I didn't lose. I tied. Shh. You lost. We'll take a break and we'll come back. Let's hear it for number one. Oh, this is messed up. Let's hear it for Chunks. Chunks! Yay! Chunks! 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 No one loves you. I could have told you that. You didn't need to make another man right on top of me. <laughs> All right? It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Welcome back into the Hideout, Rural Radio 104.1, Hefe and Dubs, <clears throat> on this Wednesday evening. Coming down the home stretch. Hour, uh, is this hour four? Yes, this is fourth hour. Fourth hour of the Hideout tonight. Thank you the to home a, stretch. Thank you to Butters who came in and brought that bike. That was yeah. just very nice of him. Very also, cool guy, too. Hung out with us for a while. He, uh, he has a hookup that I'm not going to talk about yet, but that I may, I really want to take advantage of, so we'll see what the station can do. Because uh, he's a he's a good guy, and he's got a great hookup for us. I also want to thank, too, Kathy, the hideout den mother. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know this young man's name, but he is a friend of uh, intern number two, and he brought the video camera <clears throat> so that we could videotape uh, the gay rodeo between Chunks and number one and have that up on the website, realradio.fm. I'm looking forward to that, too. 
Now it's time to pay off the uh, the loss. What's wrong with you over there, chunks? You realize it is now time for you to treat the um, earwax lollipop. I didn't really lose. And I, I'm screwed again. Stop. I, I've really had enough of you screaming. It's time for you to take your punishment like a man. Ew. All right, you're, all right, so you were using a Sharpie. Yeah, we don't have any uh, Q-tips? Q-tips around oh, here. Oh, that's so dirty. I found one. Oh, you did? Oh, bring it in. Here, here's your uh, Sharpie back. Throw it away. You're such a pig. Now, why do you have this earwax buildup? I don't know. I think it's a lot because of my uh, headphones, and I have them up so loud, it just shakes stuff up. You found a Q-tip for dubs? All right, Dubs, get that in there. Nice hygiene. Chunks, you lost fair and square. You both tied, and since you're the radium bottom, you always lose. And so that means you have to eat the earwax lollipop. Ooh, Dubs, that is dirty, man. Oh, man. It's like you're spelunking. Is that what it is? Like you're a spelunker when you go down in the cave? I don't know. That's gonna yeah, be that's what it's called. Thank you. I have an extensive vocabulary. Dude, All what's right. wrong with your ears, man? Let me see that, Dubs. Hand that over. Oh, this is... Dude, that's red, man. That's not cool. All right, I gagged. I literally just gagged looking at that. Oh, that is... So... Now, you know, I don't have a problem with earwax. No? Oh, that's so dirty. All right, Chunks, you got to suck on that. No, we don't need this videotape, though. I don't want to see anybody. Oh, that's I don't bad, have, I don't ever want to relive someone eating this. That color's not supposed to come from your ear. It's supposed to come from another orifice. Bacon strips. Uh. All right. Oh, uh, why would you, don't you have sm- to smell it? Why it would helps you psych me out. It helps get me ready. All right, suck on it. I, I can't, man. That's foul. It's red. Isolate. Come on. Put it in your mouth. Please. Okay. Since you're begging. Put it in. Let me hear it. Uh, uh, Close your mouth. Close your mouth oh. like it's a lollipop. <laughs> How many it's licks? You... Put it back. Get to the center. I can't. You got to get to the center. You got to do it for 90 seconds. I can't do that. Let me put a booger on it. Come on. There you go. Come on, dude. All right, go back to work. Please. Put it, come I on. I can't put it in my mouth. Stop. You lost. Pay up. I'm some sympathy. I'm tired of you yelling, and I'm not kidding. Damn it. <laughs> Are you to the center yet? One, two, three. One, two, three. Crunch. Three. Stop. Stop dry heaving and just suck on it. Be a man. I can't. Be a man. It's nasty, It's man. an earwax lollipop. You have 30 oh. more seconds to go. Come on. Here. Bring it up. Bring it up. Put it. Let go of your hand. Put it, and bring it up. Bring it up so everyone can see it. Put it back in your mouth, man. But you understand I can't. You're a disappointment. Get out of here. Not woman, man. It's foul. Go back to your 
Bad talk and roll control. Go get in your cage, animal. I'm going. Didn't leave. It's a big disappointment. Beat it. Shoot me in the head. Get everyone wants to. Let me see that real quick. Ah, get it off! <laughs> What's wrong with you? You sicko! It jumped out of my hand, Adam. Oops. I really shouldn't have picked my nose with it, too. Matt Albert says, chunks in this show disgust me. I don't know how I can live without it. You don't. That's why you're so lucky they have the internet. RealRadio.fm Chunks, I want you to look at number two and apologize. You're kidding me, right? Well, apologize to number two? Mm-hmm. Why? For being you. I'm sorry for being me. A and disgusting, fat, idiotic douche. And now apologize to number one. No. For getting on top of him. Dude, he got on top of me. This is... Dude, uh, I'm not gonna yell. I'm Turn not gonna the, yell. You know what? Turn off your mic. I'm done with you. I'm about to send you home. I didn't do it. You know <laughs> what? You know what I'm gonna start doing? You're docked an hour's pay. Then I'd owe them money. You were not docked an hour's pay. Write that down. Yeah, you gotta keep a tally. Because I think, you know, maybe at the end of the week we see how many hours he lost. You know, we start at the beginning of the week. You have your full slate at the beginning of the week. And we're going to start docking you hours. And at the end of the week we tell you how much money you lost out on. And then you give that money to number one and number two. Yeah. I like that idea. You begin to pay them for hearing you scream. What do you think about that, Chunks? I'm not. Keep your mic off. Yeah. When we ask you, you talk. That's another hour. Now you're only getting paid from seven to nine. I can hear you screaming. Link, you're in the hideout. Hey, Link. Hey, man. hey buddy. Hey. Good job, by the way, tonight. Everything. I want a copy of the tape, by the way. All that right. That was absolutely great. I would love to post that thing, get that thing on the internet. I'm, I'm probably sure it will get more downloads than episode three right now. So. Absolutely. We will get that up. <laughs> um, the reason why I'm calling, though, is I don't appreciate Chunks yelling so much. I had to turn down my earphones. It upset the hell out of me, the way he's constantly screaming over the microphone. All right. You know what? You bring up a great point, Link. Did you hear what, did you hear what Link just said, Chunks? He had to turn down his radio. We're in the but, business of having people keep their radios turned on and up, not down. And your screaming makes people turn the radio down. Because of that, you're not getting paid for tonight. At all. One last thing. He should treat females with respect. Stop yelling at number two. Stop yelling at Erica, the promotion goddess. Be respectful for them. They are women. She spit in my face, dude. She's hardly a woman. I'm sorry. Did we ask you to talk? And thank you, Link. You're a good buddy. I appreciate that. Hey, no problem. That. Tell him you keep that up. I'll spit in his face. No problem. All right, Friday. Friday, you can. Somehow you didn't get paid for tonight's show, and and you did the gay rodeo. Well, you lost at the gay rodeo. Yeah, you did lose. I went to the gay rodeo, and all I got was this crappy Q-tip. Waxy Q-tip. I'm really sorry, Chunks, but we ha you, you force our hand.
Yeah, and don't make us docky for yesterday. Or tomorrow. You could be working for free tomorrow. Yeah. You could be back to D.C. days where this is going to turn into an internship for you. Don't think we won't do it. I'm going to beg to get you down here anyway. It'd be easier sending you home. They'd probably pay for your ticket. How about you that? You'd probably fly first class if we said you're going home. You get the full treatment, the limo, the everything. All right, Dubs, let's take a break. We'll come back and we'll do something that resembles a radio show. <laughs> really? Nah, screw it. More of the hideout next. Real Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. My name is El Hafe. Thank goodness it's not J-Dubs. Oh, there he is. How was your smoke break? It was excellent. I feel better. Refreshed, like I had a nice glass of Gatorade. But it was really a cigarette. Yeah. Well, it tasted like lemon-lime, so I dug it. How about this? Instead of docking Chunk's hours for his um, awful work, yeah, let's just make that another week he can't get this beautiful bike that Butters brought in. So, I like that. So now he's up to a month. <laughs> because We've docked you for four hours, but instead it's now weeks. So we've docked you for four weeks, and that's four weeks you go without getting this bike. <laughs> Can I ask a question? Please. Raise your hand first. I'm, I'm raising it. Why are you raising your hand? It's radio. <sighs> no one can see you raising your hand. Stupid. I, the thing is with the bike, the doctor says I need one. I could seriously get injured if I don't start riding like around, doing like exercise like that. What kind of injury? What does he say is wrong with you? He says I got a bad back. <laughs> Boy, bucking, mm-hmm. around, bucking around an intern like that doesn't seem like that would be helping. Yeah, it, it didn't help. But, you know, I take it like a man. Take it you from sure a did. man. Yeah, I mean, seriously, man, it's like a medical thing. So, I mean, that's really not cool at, at all. All right, first of all, you would have never had this bike if it weren't for Butters, our buddy. I would, have had, I would have had to have bought one. He just helped out. All right, we'll go buy one. I'll take this one. <sighs> I'd love a bike. I need a 10-speed if anybody out there uh, to help. No, we got one right here. That's a mountain bike. Oh, well, take that one. Okay, thank you, Dubs. That one's yours. Thank you. Enjoy it. I appreciate that. From me to you. Why are you so good to me? Because uh, we're good friends. You're constantly I'm nice. good to the people I like. Does that mean you like me? I like you. I don't like that guy over there behind the glass. I, what did I do, Does man? You and I did pretty cool. What did, <laughs> what did I do to get all this hate? I don't know. You've been annoying today. I didn't... You were on a bad board. I'm... The board is screwing up, man. It's a sinking ship over there. You gonna keep talking back? You want another week on that? No, I'm, I apologize. Do you want us to uh, give you some buckets so uh, the ship doesn't go under? Keep <laughs> on throwing them out the side. I, I apologize for the shoddy board work. I'm not. I'm not yeah, sure. there's a lot of holes in it. Like your underwear. Hey. Oh, we're supposed to rub your no- nose in it, aren't we? I guess I can carry over. 
We'll or see. do you want to do that right now? Do you hey. think that could take a week off? That's not fair at all. I tell you what. You're up to five weeks. I'll knock off three. You rub your nose in your underwear. No way. All right, you got five weeks to get this beautiful. Oh, come pop. on, dude. My bass going to pop. Why are you rolling around on the well, ground? Maybe, maybe number one can rub it for you. It's not funny, man. I can seriously, I need to start working out and stuff. What does he say? Does he say that you could die? I mean, he says I have severe back problems and I'll have trouble walking in a few it's years. Because you're top heavy with those big breasts. I, I know, I apologize, I know about I, the I, breasts. I'm really sick of you talking. All right, Freakazoid brings up a great point. What is it? Make him ride around on the bike with no seat. How about this, Chunks? You want to earn a week back? I think. I think you ride the bike in your undies. What? Ride down to 7-Eleven and pick me up a Red Bull. I'm tired. I don't understand what I did to deserve this treatment. In your undies. We do uh, underwear bike riding. I've been humiliated enough for tonight. Seriously, what we did two segments ago was bad. Actually, it was a great radio. We had fun. People were laughing. Butters loved it. My new friend, Butters. And how about you got to pump somebody, too? What? Remember when you had somebody ride on your bike, you're, giving them, you're pumping them? No. I thought that's what he was doing with uh, number one during the yeah, break a couple breaks ago. Isn't that what it was called, giving somebody a, a pump? I thought I was just giving them a ride on your on your pegs. No, they had some sort of a special name for it. You don't remember that? I just remember them being called pegs. I don't yeah, remember that's all I remember else. is the pegs part. No, but you were like, "Hey, give me a pump." I hated riding on those things too. I think that's uh, when you uh, when they you know would pump up the Reeboks. No, that's not what it is. All right, why, empty. why did the pump up shoes just go away? They got them back now. Apparently, they got all new smart shoes. Where it pumps depending on your, uh... The pressure you put on? Yeah. Nice. I God, I need new shoes in the worst way. I really gotta have some new kicks. Order some. You think so? Yeah. I can't order shoes. I gotta at least try them on. Mm. I ordered some. They're being sent to the station, too. Oh, really? Because I didn't know my new address. <laughs> this is the only address I know in Orlando. You do a lot. You buy a lot of stuff off the internet, don't you? Yeah, that way I don't have to leave my house. <laughs> That way you don't have to deal with people. No, it's, I just I hate driving so much. You know what? I almost uh, started doing this like a uh, pyramid type scheme where you would. Uh, Why would you admit to that? Where you would uh, try to sell stuff online, like start up your own little store, and people go online and buy stuff out of your store. But I didn't think people did actually did that went online and bought all the time. Absolutely. I didn't think that actually went on. I thought I, I would just waste time doing it. All right, Empty Howie, our buddy, our Friday night open-door policy buddy, says, to have Chunks get the bike, he should do a stunt where he has to ride it to downtown and back in a certain amount of time. Do you think you could ride a bike that far, Chunks? <laughs> no chance in hell. It's only like, like six or seven miles. Uh, that's too much. What is it? What's what's well, we're at exit ninety. Ninety. And like you know, It's like exit what, eighty four? Yeah, so like six miles. And you know, so twelve miles round trip. That's not bad. Oh, that's too much. I'm serious. I'm not good at biking. I just need to do it. How about this? Could you do it within the span of the show? Could you do could you do twelve miles Easy. in four hours? Easy. I think I might be able to. Oh yeah, I should be able to do that. 
I think. All right, how about we do this? You have to ride the bike. You leave here. Ride it as soon as the open starts. You leave the Clear Channel compound. And you got to make it all the way down to uh, our favorite place, the Matador. And then you got to ride all the way back and get back by 11. You won't even be able to find it. If you Chunks do, is terrible with directions. You might want to map quest it. If you do that, you get back in time. You get the bike. Really? Yep. Yeah, and you're getting in one exercise. Piece, in one piece? It is yours. We won't even touch it. After, if you get that done, we won't even touch it. If you do not get it done, not only do you not get the bike, but you agree to quit and go back to D.C. Come on. It's up to you, brother. I can't quit. I've got nothing back in D.C., I went back for the graduation, and I had to drink by myself. <laughs> it's not funny. Well, how is that different from out here? Yeah, nobody likes to hang out with you here. Yeah, but I mean, at least I still have a glimmer of hope here. Too much talking. How about this? How about we give him a word limit? You get, the ma- you get a maximum of 75 words per show. <laughs> and that includes grunts. And that includes your live reads and weather. If you go over that, you better cut the Fahrenheit out. You get docked pay. Or you get added weeks. No, 75, one word or two. What? 75. Like if it's 75 degrees. Is that uh, 75? Is that one word or two? 75. That's two words. Okay. Yeah, what, what are we? I'm, I'm wondering if he's going to Re- try to find a loophole. I want to cover every base. Are we recreating the way things are numbered? I guess. Chunks would try to. Less manly, you're in the hideout. Hey, how you guys doing? Love the show. Thank, Thank you. you. I would like to volunteer to sit on Chunk's lap while he rides the bicycle. What do you, do you think this could help him somehow? It would help me. All right, cool. Hold on. I'll get your info. All right, Chunk's got a pedaling buddy. Someone will sit on your lap and you ride down and back. That's all right. That should speed you up. You're making friends, dude. That's what it's all about, making friends. Dubs, you really you were gonna create an internet? You're gonna create an internet site? Yeah, I was. Uh, it was right actually before I moved out to D.C. I was looking for some extra ways to make money, and I almost jumped on this thing. Cause I had a few friends that were doing it, and they were making a little extra cash. Isn't that illegal? What? You said a pyramid scheme. That's illegal. No, it's not. It's not a scheme. Like it, it, it was, it's not a scam. It's a scheme. I you thought know? pyramid schemes were illegal. No. Basically, all it is is hey, if you if you get these people. To uh to join up, then you get a percentage of what they sell too. Did you have the domain name or domain name already registered? No, no. Uh, it was uh something they they already had set up. Oh, that's weird. Because Tommy said he found something registered in your name, SpongeTongue.com. No, uh, that's not a. There's no store there. That's just where you can download clips of me. Maybe it was that or PepsiAndSmoking.com. <laughs> I don't drink Pepsi anymore. I don't yeah, back any. then you did though. You used to like shower in Pepsi. <laughs> he did. You had you. How many? How many would you go through in a day? Like if, like, if we if we put them into twenty ounce bottles, say, because I'd usually drink the bigger like twenty four or thirty six ounces. If uh, if they're all twenty ounce bottles, it would probably be about seven or eight a day. Damn dog. And you didn't drink any water either. No. Did you? By would you hear speaking of the internet? 
and your spongetongue.com. Did you hear about this Texas woman trying to shut down the Internet? Now, she says, and I don't even know if this story is real. She's from the United Confederacy against WWW, UCA, WWW. And she says the Internet is um, nothing but filth to steal our children from God and truth. Now, where's what's her website where we can read up more about this? Well, she says they're going to have a website soon. <laughs> but I say there's nothing what but hard. There's nothing but good on the internet. Tubgirl.com. Oh yeah, over eighteen, please. That's how I, I heard you. TK. Yes, over eighteen. Nothing but good. I found slap happy on the internet. Lemonparty.org. If you're over 18, that's nothing but positive and good. Actually, I showed that to SBK uh, today. He agreed. It's very positive and very good. JimmyD.FM? Uh, <laughs> all right, you know what? Maybe they're not all good. Uh, <laughs> huh. We'll take a break and we'll come back. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back to the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. It's FA and Dubs. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. Bateman, you just sent me a, um, you just sent me an IM that you're a little disappointed. What happened? Yeah, in the first few weeks we were here, we got a bunch of chicks IMing us. Now it's just guys. And they're like, hey, look at this picture. And it's like of disgusting things that... Well, I mean, after you trick enough girls to go to tubgirl.com, they tend not to uh, IM you anymore. No, well, that was just guys IMing us pictures, like, hey, check out this link. I love it. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not clicking it. No, thanks. Click it. No. Click it or ticket, man. It's probably going to be some virus. I don't want to do that to <laughs> no. WTKS because it's I wanna... fine, fine station. Click it right now. I want to see what happens. I already shut the window. Damn. Oh, wait a minute. Take me to JimmyD.FM. Right, oh, well, that sucks. Did Jimmy, oh, come on. Be nice. Did Jim, I saw Jimmy D was on the hotline. What happened? He called him? up and uh, basically he's like blah blah blah. He's like, well, I was like, hold on, man, you can get off whatever you want in your chest. And I guess he just got pissed and hung up. All right, Jimmy D's our buddy. We're just messing with you. I love your website. <laughs> I can't decide if I like the pictures or the blogs more. I haven't read the blogs yet. How are they? Great. Should we do chunks reenactments? All right, here's what we're going to do every Thursday at 9.45. Chunks reads Jimmy D's blogs. Hmm. And that's I like gonna, that. Hopefully, Jimmy D does over 75 words so we can dock you. I don't want Jimmy D being mad at us. He's our buddy. <laughs> he was our first friend here. And we actually we, we, we have a problem running off our friends. Yeah, any friend that allows us to make fun of them at first tends to uh, just get more than they like, and they get mad. Mm-hmm. Yet somehow we haven't run uh, the douche over there off yet. Jose, you're in the hideout. What's up, buddy? Hey, me? Yeah, yeah you. Okay, cool. Just making sure. No, um, I wanted to talk about the whole uh, pyramid scheme thing. Right, because yeah. Dub said he may have even gotten involved in one. Yeah, pyramid schemes are, in fact, illegal. In fact, I don't know if you guys remember a company called Amway. Yes, Amway. Yeah, they actually got shut down. Their new name is Quickstar. All right. Uh, I oh, I mean, I don't know that. Yeah, I don't want. I don't want. It's not I, true. I mean, I don't know though. I don't care if it's true or not. I don't specifically know. Well, but here's you... the here's the thing. Like the main the defining line between illegal and illegal uh, with these schemes is that more than fifty percent of your income has to come from the uh, the actual. 
merchandise that you guys are selling as opposed to the uh, recruits. All right, so it's more about the product or the service that you're giving out? Yeah, basically. All right, well, thank you, Jose. Appreciate that education on the pyramid scheme. I was almost talked into to like uh, one of those type things, and uh, I really felt like I was joining a cult. Yeah, it's very odd because I had to go meet up with these two guys, and they were dressed like Mormons. I <laughs> swear to God, they were just wearing uh, black pants, a suit. I not a suit, but like uh, just a regular white shirt and a black tie, and they were trying to get me to join. Really? Yeah. And then they were like giving out like uh, and their their quote unquote guerrilla tactics. They're like. You go to a, a shopping, like a grocery store where there's a lot of minorities around. And then meanwhile, there's minorities writing that. Oh, I like that idea. And they're like yeah. taking notes on it. What? W- also, another thing is they have meetings like once a month. Yeah. Where all of them come together and have like a little party. These are the best vitamins you'll ever have. This will shine your car real great. You should try it. It's the best product out there. It's just not sold in stores. Yeah, it's uh, patent pending. <laughs> All right, someone reminds me on the IM that Dubs is a victim of a pyramid scheme. Go to New York and give someone your ATM card. <laughs> Don't feel like talking about that. <laughs> Why? If you want to tell a story, you can. You used to tell it with pride, though. No, I didn't. So I did. never told it with pride. I don't want to tell it now. Because I noticed. Well, I'm not going to say it. We still have friends listening. He left one when he would tell that story. He left out one significant fact, but I won't tell it because mm. I love him. He's my best friend. Yeah. That just took a weird turn. I'm real gassy tonight. No, oh. <laughs> what does that have to do with it? Because I just SBD, man. Like I just offended myself. My nose is offended by me. One of those situations. Get Jimmy D on the phone. Now I feel bad. Yeah, I was waiting for him to call in because I want to know if he's actually mad. Now I won't be able to sleep. I don't want to be mad at him. Yeah, I will. I I have no problem. Then go see our buddy Jimmy D. He's going to be out at the Burger King um, from 4 to 6 on Orlando Avenue. He'll be the one wearing the mask. He's got Star Wars uh, Kid Meal collectibles, actually. Nice. And also, too, congratulations to our buddies from the uh, Shannon Burke Show. From what I understand, this big thing going on in Mako's tomorrow night from 7 to 9 is huge. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of really cool stuff going on out there. They're at Mako's. Giving away a trip to Jamaica, I believe. They got free drinks. From 7 to 9, I believe. Yes. No cover from 7 to 9, some free drinks, too. Are you good? And they're giving away a, uh, a trip. Hedonism. Oh, man, it's a lot of fun. Go see our boys. In fact, I, from what I understand, I don't have Jimmy D's number. Find it. Call Catherine. I'm just kidding. Don't call Catherine. Do you have her number? Because <laughs> we don't. I do. I got everybody's number. Mm, can I, I don't have it? anybody's. Of course. Why would they give it to you guys? Just give me Catherine's. Prank call. With her address. Stop. What? I've specifically been told to keep you away from all the females in this building. Binoculars, that's all. That's all I'm saying. They'll be staying away, just across the street with binoculars. <laughs> Hiding in the bushes. I got a new camera. I need to test out to see how uh, far it shoots. Yeah, we need, we need to test the zoom on it. All right, Chunks, did you write me this? Uh, Jimmy D's busy watching the old Star Wars with his pants around his ankles? <laughs> I did not write that. Who wrote me that? I don't know. Get Jimmy D on the phone for hey, Why did it come from Nick's Ball 99, then? <laughs> 
Come on, seriously. <laughs> Mixed Ball 99 is your AOL Instant Messenger, isn't it? No. <laughs> We're Real Radio Hideout. Ah, <laughs> oh. oh. That's not cool, man. What? Hmm. All right. Well, Dubs, I say we break early. I say we go home now. I'm happy. I'm happy with the show now. I said we just do 20 minutes of dead air, and we still go out on top. Isn't Big Al, uh, what, what's your uh, email, Big Al? What's uh, the numbers? All right, what happened? Nick Spawn 99 just signed off. No, man, it's not. Why'd you what, sign what off? What happened, Big Al? <laughs> That's my old name, man. I haven't gone by Big Al in many years. I thought it was Big Gay Al. No, it's not Big Gay Al. You have all these screen names. It's so confusing to me. You miss kissing chicks? <laughs> Why would you? Of course. It's not. Please, some sympathy, man. Because I was just thinking about it. Because I had sex over the weekend. I was just wondering uh, if you just remembered what it feels like. <laughs> Sweet friction. Probably don't, do you? No. No, thank you. I mean, I don't understand, like, the incessant just trying to dig at me to get me riled up, and I'm really trying not to yell. I apologize. Shh. Turn your mic off. Yeah, keep it, keep it quiet. Chris, Chris, you're in the hideout, Roll Radio. What's up, buddy? What's up, guys? Yo. I, I got an idea for chunks. Okay. Have you guys ever got shot by a paintball gun? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's good. What you should do is you should make chunks take his shirt off and shoot him in the back. Been there, done that. You know, actually, we did that, Chris, ironically enough. Uh, it was actually for the presidential election and for every red state. He got shot with a uh, red paintball. We got video of it, too. You know what we need to do? We need to get all our old videos from D.C. and at least start by putting those up on the website. I like that. They're that already all ready to go. That way, on RealRadio.fm, some people can get a feel of the show, watch some of the videos, and still my favorite segment of all time, Smashing his PS2 was just priceless. Have you saved up enough money to get a PS2 again? I know you were playing that Revenge of the Sith on mine. No, yeah, because, like, I got a lot of money now. Hmm. It just popped up. Ew. When you were doing the gay rodeo? No. <laughs> I... <laughs> all right, all right, I'm sorry, yeah, I'm not going to yell. not going to yell. At that what? Yep. I want you to do something from now on. Unplug your microphone. I can't unplug it. And then that way you can just talk into it and... Act like you're doing a show back there. We don't want to piss off Tony. The hideout engineer? Yes. He called twice yesterday. I can't believe that. And he said he was coming up here to whoop our ass. He must have never made it. Maybe he's at, at the hospital. Had a heart attack. All right, we'll take a break and we'll come back. Maybe he's getting the gastro bypass. Or gastric, whatever it is. <laughs> he needs it. He's a big dude. <laughs> Fat bastard. <laughs> All right, behave. We'll take a break and we'll come back. He's like Snuffleupagus. <laughs> By the way, I think we have a name for number one, but we'll have to reveal that tomorrow, tomorrow night's show. Number two, we've yet to really get to know. I feel like we should give her a name at some point, but we just don't know her yet. All we know is that she loves new metal. That's right, she's a big fan. All right, we'll take a break and we'll come back. I I really feel bad about Jimmy D now. Yeah, I can't believe he's actually mad and won't call us. Come on, Jimmy, give us a call. We're your friends. 
<laughs> he actually was producing this show before the show. I feel bad now. JimmyD.FM. It's our buddy's website. It's all right. You should go there. It's fun. In fact, it should be your homepage. JimmyD.FM. You said homo or home? Stop. Behave. He's, home our, he's our buddy. Homepage. He's our buddy. Homepage, right? Yes. Okay. Take a break and we'll oh, come back. Okay. Hideout, Row Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout, Row Radio 104.1, Hefe and Dubs. About to wrap this one up on a Wednesday evening. Thank Four, you to everybody who participated tonight. 407-916-1041, or Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. The runaway bride, uh, Jennifer Wilbanks, uh, got indicted today on two charges of lying to police about being kidnapped. That means up to six years in prison. Um, a bench warrant could be issued for her arrest. And it's a felony count of making a false statement and then a misdemeanor of a false police report. But, Dubs, this is what I wonder about the runaway bride. Over under... Do you work for Over under on her suicide. Um, Do you think she will live? She, always, she already seems like a pretty messed up chick. Uh, but she seems like the type that wouldn't take that way out. You know, she seems like the type that would run from her problems instead of ending them. She's like the horrible, miserable person that won't kill themselves. They just yeah. live to make everyone else around them miserable. I, I agree. Chunks. I, I want to say kind of maybe like Martha stewart type personality, you know, like just that defiant attitude, like everyone wants you to go down, but you just won't. I just am really surprised. That's why her husband loves her. I'm really surprised and would be if she lives longer than seven years. Like, especially if, you get, if she gets convicted of jail time, all she had to do was get married. All she had to do was say, hey, I don't want to get married. And now she's all over the news. She'll forever be known as the runaway bride. Well, and know, she could be going to jail. You know how much money they wasted on looking for her? You know, I mean, I think she deserves to go to jail. Although the other thing, too, is what are the chances of going to send a white woman to jail? Very, very, very slim. Uh-huh. Oh, she was just nervous about... Her marriage. We can't send her to jail. I, I think I would, just because I, li- I like the, the thought of a woman in that big orange suit. That is very hot to me for some reason. That's sexier than a teddy. And if she goes to jail, it's going to bail out her sissy husband who said he would take her back even after she ran away. He's like, of course I'll marry you. We're all made mistakes. She ran away because of you. Let her go. Just let her go. Did you hear that uh, the Rodriguez, uh, Yankees Rodriguez, is proud to be in therapy? Alex Rodriguez? Yeah. He's in therapy? Yeah, I guess he has uh, two different therapists. And he's had three at one time before, but he believes that everybody uh, uh, should, you know, look into some kind of therapy, and it's very good for children to be in therapy as well. All right, so Alex Rodriguez is proud to be in therapy. Yeah. Is he proud of being a part of the greatest sports collapse ever? Well, I think that's part of the reason why he's in therapy, coping with that abortion. Is he proud of screwing the sports uh, pay scale forever with that $250 million contract? Wasn't that ridiculous? Is he proud that both the Mariners and the Rangers are better off and better teams after he left? (laughs) That's the oddest thing about it, because he is just such a, you know, just the focus of everything. He's an amazing ball player. Yeah, he just kind of doesn't make everyone around him better. No, I'm not going to say he's a cancer, because he's not. Apparently he's a great guy. He's a succubus. But it appears, no wonder he's in. Chunks, 
That's your Yankees. Yeah. That's your third baseman. Yeah. You proud of him? You're the fat A-Rod. That's right. By the way, he is leading the homer, uh, the majors in homers and RBIs. Is he really? Yeah, so maybe he's not so bad off after all. Yeah. Did you hear that there's a resurgence in piracy on the tsunami hit seas? Piracy? Like uh, people are stealing songs? No, it's actual pirates, dude. There are pirates, apparently, on those seas, um, like in Asia, and like the little, you know, like the little area where all that happened, there are still pirates. I didn't even know there's still pirates around. No, maybe, I didn't know. Maybe even people here in the Florida area can tell there are pirates, and you have to be wary of pirates. On all the seas? On all seven? Yes. The pirates still roam. Do they make you walk the plank? Is it like that kind of pirate? Look, here's I would think about it, though. How fun and cool would it be to be a pirate? It'd be pretty cool. Uh, but the thing is, it's usually just a bunch of dudes on a boat. Yeah, but you could have... It sounds like a chunks cruise to me. You could have parrots. I thought there were going to be a lot of pirates at that um, gay thing he's going to. No. Stop. What? Don't even. (laughs) Eye patches you could do if you're a pirate. The wooden leg? You could say, arr, and mean it. Well, you even say that, though. You could even have, like, a cool little pirate name, like Iron Leg Mike. Buckling swashes is always fun. I wouldn't mind being a pirate. A pirate is a life for me. Winches. You would get winches. Who wouldn't, who wouldn't want a winch? And you know what your favorite movies would be? The ones that are rated R. Exactly. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Avast ye, pongos. Remember when our buddy Matt Albert did this whole bit where he was talking <laughs> as a pirate? She be a bunch of bilge. He's about five pints wide. <laughs> Remember when he tried to do the movie review doing all pirate lingo? <laughs> oh, we got to bring that kid back. I want—I have a bit for our buddy Matt Albert, who's six foot five and about five hundred pounds. I want to do something for, with him once a week called the Fat Factor, and he just relates a story, something from us to us as a guy who's morbidly obese. Plus, pirates always get to carry those cool birds. Caw, caw. That is true. It's usually like Coco a, Beware. It's a parrot, though. A lot of times. Oh. It's still a big beats. <laughs> Bloody Pongo. KJ, you're in the hideout. Hey, guys, what's up? What's up, dude? Yo. Hey, I got another uh, punishment for chunks. I heard the guy earlier talk about paintball guns. Uh-huh. Instead of a paintball gun, I think you should use a real gun. I love it. Just a real gun. And rubber bullets? No. Huh? Actual. Wow. That'd be hardcore chunks. You know what I would give to shoot you? Why? I wouldn't want to shoot you where I could kill you, just in the thigh. Here's what I'd love to do. I'd love to get a gun and put it right up to your kneecap and then pull the trigger. And then he has to bike ride. And if you don't make it back and forth in four hours, you have to quit the show. (laughs) Let's set that up. Get Erica the promotions goddess on that. Uh, She's busy on the weekends. Tricking out, you know, getting the rent money. Pouring herself around. Come on. Be nice to her. What does she ever do to you? <coughs> How about this? How about we do a taser gun? Do a taser gun? No, I have immunity, man. No, you don't. Not for I've, I've gotten tired of that bit. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Your immunity is officially revoked. Oh, come on! <laughs> 
have I done today? I'm <laughs> trying. How about this? You got five weeks until you can have this bicycle? All five weeks, you wipe the way you can walk home with it right now. You take a taser shot immediately. No. To the neck. Can't do that. To the temple. That's sick. To the sweet temple. How about this? <laughs> right in between your eyes. Taser shot right in between your eyes. You're trying to kill me, man. Bridge of your nose. All right, Matt Albert says, that's actually the meanest thing I've ever uh, said. What? Do you know how much I'd give to shoot you? I thought when I was talking about him earlier and I wanted to watch him bleed out. By the way, I guess Carrie won American Idol. Wow. Who's that? Breaking news. Keep on talking. I'm eating a sandwich. Do you have any news stuff you want to guys... All right. You just dump the internet feed? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Good one. (laughs) All right. Thanks to Botters, our buddy who came in and gave us a hideout bike. Thanks to the hideout den mother, Kathy, who came in and brought us fried chicken and chips. She's so sweet. we got to hook her up with a dude. I know that John from Orlando wanted to get hooked up. There's so many people ahead of her, though, we have to hook up with dudes. Got chunks, number one. Good job, number one. You are a winner tonight, my friend. You're back in our good graces. And you know what you've earned? A real name tomorrow. Tomorrow you get your real name. Number two, you did good by getting your buddy up here with the video camera, but we don't know what to name you yet. You know what we should do? We should interrogate number two tomorrow. Okay. That'll be fun. We need to learn a little bit more about her. Chunks, tonight's show was free, and we appreciate that. The company appreciates you paying back what you would have earned this evening. It's very nice of you. Um, Also, thank you, too, to the Gay Rodeo for coming into the hideout. GayRodeo.com. As well as that uh, playmate. Yeah, what her name? What was her name? Kara Monaco. Yeah, thanks, Kara. Appreciate that. Swinging on in here. Can't wait to see your movies. <laughs> I'm pulling for her, man. She's from Orlando. I'm going to be pulling to her. Yeah, a lot of people are. <laughs> That's right. You ain't playing. I had these pictures. I'm going to take them home. I didn't even think to ask her that. We should have... Oh, you know what? We should have done that bit, Dubs. What we want to do when we get, when we talk to porn stars, where we have them moan our names. Oh, so we can play them while we're watching uh, the porn at home? I like that. But she's not actually in a video yet. That's even better, though. She's, we just got that. We have her. I think it's page 102 in the June Playboy. It's her. And I cut out the mouth of uh, her, and I just kind of use my hand. Stop. All right. You know, no. No. no the hand to make her mouth move. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> to nah, talk? Yes. I'm not using okay. use my hand that way. Use my hand as, uh, as her mouth. Like a puppet? And then... All right, stop. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Wake up with the Monsters in the Morning. Shannon Burke, Middays. Don't forget the big party, Mako's, tomorrow night, 7 and 9. Uh, free drinks. I'm the master of the dildo. Shut up, Cub. I'm the devil. Ah!